Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash value town. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 210 of Valley Town. I'm J-Man V, and I'm happy to welcome Firebat back to the show. What's up, Firebat? Uh, not too much. Happy to be here. Been uh, pretty pumped about the new expansion. Yeah. Got around to playing like a lot of Hearthstone. Did some casting. Got to number three legend. Uh, nice. Been traveling a lot, doing Hearthstone stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I've been more engaged with Hearthstone lately than I have been in the past six or seven months. So pretty excited. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's good. That's obviously great. Good signs of, you know, like the everything new that's coming up. And uh want to welcome Raven back to the show too. We, you know, you weren't on long, long ago. So it's good to have you back for some awesome card review and talking about Grandmasters. Yeah, I'm just happy Firebat's happy to be honest. That, that makes that makes Hearthstone happy <laughs> for me. Always better when Firebat's happy. Honestly, it's kind of weird. weird. I've been the opposite of Firebat the, the past week or so. Um, although I've been watching a lot of Hearthstone, mm-hmm. because the expansion's coming up, I've been jamming every single game I have that isn't Hearthstone to get it all out the way because the next really? week I'm just going to, yeah, yeah, I've just been playing all sorts of stuff. But next week is just going to be done i'm That's just me. trying to enjoy some of the old cards before they all are gone <laughs> so no, i'm sick of them i don't blame you i can't blame you at all but uh but today we got lots to talk about obviously we didn't have a show last week just because i was just completely inundated with a lot of <laughs> other stuff so i apologize for that guys but because of that we've got a lot to talk about wsoe firebat just back from that uh thought we would touch on it of course because it was such a great event before and it was another great uh, event again this past weekend and then grandmasters as the big announcement last week they always seem to announce things like literally right after we do the show so that happened with grandmaster last week so we'll we'll talk about um just touch on that a little bit and then we'll get into the card review and this is going to be like we just look at all the cards for each class at once and we're not going to go through one by one just because it would take forever and uh so we'll talk about the you know just the general themes we see in the classes and, and then we'll we'll touch on obviously some of the, the very good cards or very interesting cards that we we see and it will kind of be a little bit free formed that way q a at the end maybe one or two questions if we have any time but this one should be a a pretty lengthy one just based on card reviews. That's just how they always go. Um, but yeah, so instead of starting with our week in Hearthstone, I think we know where Firebat was with WSOE. So uh, I figured I'd bring that one up for first, which was the return of Gia. And uh, this was pretty different than the first WSOE event, which was more, you know, just obviously a, a general tournament where everybody was starting in the same place. This one was more King of the Hill. Uh, mm-hmm. But Firebat, what, what was your take on it? Like, did you know as as a caster at the event was uh, was this as good as the first one was it better like how how would you uh, I, I thought really it was a, a really cool event it was very different from your average Hearthstone event mm-hmm. they kind of like to run the WSOE slightly differently than traditional Hearthstone like you said it wasn't a standard tournament format they kind of have uh, they they have what's called the competitors tournament basically mm-hmm. so like day 1 for the players so everyone except Gia kind of competed in a standard tournament group 
And then the person that finished number one out of that group got to play against Gia on day two. And then the person that finished number two in the group played against the person that finished number three and number four in two different show matches on day two. And if for either of those show matches, if they win the show match, they get $2,500. So mm-hmm. it was kind of an interesting thing where day one was like placement day to figure out who was going to challenge Gia. And then day two was the actual challenge day. And then they had celebrity appearances with Zelay and Raynad coming out, also doing show matches. So uh, it was a really cool event, and they try and emphasize the storyline a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet. I wish the World Championship worked that way, so they would have flown me back, and I only had to play one <laughs> match. That would have been nice. I know. Nice. Oh, my God. That was the easiest <laughs> ever for Gia. Yeah. She shows up, plays one game. She got an upgraded flight. She got champagne, a gift bag with AirPods, AirPods and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. They treat so you like a queen, man. That was great. They treat you like a champion, and yeah. then... But at the same time, she still had to do a lot of work because then they filmed her in like a hundred different B-roll segments <laughs> and made like three music videos. And like, they, they really do a lot of stuff for the stuff that's not happening in the game. How hard is Which all is, that stuff? How hard is all that B-roll very stuff? Is it really? Very, is yeah, it really? I mean, okay. it's for me, anyway, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I, when I was doing that kind of stuff, is super unnatural. And she had to do a lot of it. And just in general, all of the people, co- commentators, players included at WSOE, do a lot of that stuff. Because the stream, instead of being like 90% gameplay, yeah. 10% other stuff, it's like 60% gameplay, 40% other stuff. Which, you know, can be a little bit awkward if you're one of the people that's just like all i care about is gameplay but it creates a really cool final product if you stay through and watch the whole tournament because you really emotionally connect to what's happening when you get to see the players more so i like the approach i understand it's not for everybody and i'm glad that we get to see different varieties of tournaments we can have the dream hack that's all gameplay and we can have a tournament like this that's all storylines i think it's really cool yeah i think um, i I can speak from experience from even just we spend a full day filming all the openings to <laughs> HCT champs, for example, and filming stuff like that, where especially when you've got to do multiple takes, you've got to get it right, stuff takes time, you've got to yeah. try out this, try out that. It, and, and same with player media days, which I'm sure you know you, you you'll agree mm-hmm. with me about they're actually exhausting. And yeah. people don't think they are just a constant <laughs> take it. It's like, no, no, they're actually exhausting. You get interviewed, you have to answer certain things, you have to do certain things, so on, so on. It it's, feels like it never ends, actually. Right. And it, for me, it's just the uh, the stop and go tires me out really quickly, right? It's right? right. so, like you're sitting around doing nothing and you're, you're, you know, you're just chilling, relaxing, and then they're like, bam, be super excited for three minutes. All right, sit around <laughs> for an hour. All right, super excited. <laughs> bam, sit around. And it's like the, the oscillation between those two mentalities is... Yeah. It really puts a strain on you. But, also, uh, hostile casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Nice. Go on summer. and be cool. Oh, that's right. That's you. right. And WSOE was like, uh, they they wanted us to have like a wrestling kind of voice thing for some of the parts, which uh, it wasn't me that had to do this, but Heatwave had to do this, who was the kind oh, of main yeah. announcer guy. Yeah. And so they were giving him notes, and they'd be like, <laughs> We want you to sound kind of like how Bruce Buffer's sounding and be like super energetic and yeah, the wrestling thing. But also at the same time, very hearthstone keep it light, keep it innkeeper-y. And just like watching him try it. Well, he figured it out. It took him about an hour and a half of practicing with those directions. But, you know, sometimes people's visions can be hard to figure out. But, uh, you know, wrestling announcer, hearthstone innkeeper was the desired product. I think we got there. Come and you know sit cr- by the fire. <laughs> you know what cracked me up, though, about that? The opening of the show, right? Honestly, I met Heatwave. I met him at one of the yeah. champs, the last one that had an audience uh, in, in California. 
uh, so I was chatting to him, but th- this show, it opened and it's, you know, it's uh, like, uh, it's role, right? It's, uh, you know, just footage of the, yeah, the, yes. staff of the tournament. Mm-hmm. So you don't see the cast desk and it's like, and welcome, you know, that whole voice. And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, they're in Vegas is the intro. Yeah. I get it. And then the, the camera comes onto the desk and he's just carrying... And yeah, so I'm here with <laughs> oh, we just keep going. Oh, I thought this was an intro. And it just kept going and going and going. So I was, was like, a, it was a live wow, ring. That was good. hilarious. It's pretty good. I mean, it was, it was like a ring announcer that yeah. also then just steps to the side and commentates the boxing in that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. Stop. It was so funny. I loved Dude. it. But so I do think WSCO um, production is up there. And the stuff you were saying about developing storylines, Firebat is very. <laughs> Um, and I, I want to see a nice mix now this year, especially because the format's pretty easy to run and show, of more like a mixture of these things. Like last year was all hardcore tour stops, boom, 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 super long tournaments. Now we see what WSOE can do. And, you know, say tournaments kind of like Seat Story, I guess, of the past, is that mm-hmm. I just want to mix. Let's Because I don't think doing WSOE every two weeks is good. I don't think that's going right. to work either. Yeah. But I think like dot them in, you know, give me a long four day Swiss tournament, then drop me in some highlight special show that's just weird. Uh, then right. show me something else. I think that's the important like balance well, factor, I guess. Right. And it just makes sense. That's how it's always been in like, like if you turn on the TV right now, you're not just going to only see law and order on every right. single TV show channel. You know, there's variety and there's other things to watch. And I think Hearthstone should be the same. It shouldn't be the same product every time. And that's yeah. why I think what WSOE is doing is great. They're, producing something just, different just wish they had a studio in europe they yeah. don't invite us lowly <laughs> europeans oh, yeah, I mean, I, so i'll be honest like you know as a spectator to wse um i agree that we don't want to see this like probably every week or every two weeks but for sure the world championship they, they need to step up to that level because the production level of wsoe is top notch like it could be the best in, in our in in Hearthstone right now and um, it's all the little things. It's all the B-roll. It's all. It's even how they plug stuff. They even plug stuff well, like on WSOE. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all the little things that I think I, I will say for yeah. One, one gripe, and I heard people on Twitter okay. saying this was good, and it is not. Caster cams on whilst the game is being cast oh, it's, it's a whole nother level it's of terrible game. idea it's terrible idea it's kind of cool it's very yeah. difficult as a caster though because normally when i yeah. when i'm like on the caster cam you know i'm sitting up You're straight your i'm like this stuff. you know focused on the and then when the caster cam's off i'm like leaning forward writing notes <laughs> looking at things yeah. you know, i'm not professional looking at all for camera i'm purposes. just worried because you'd see all the weird looks Saltel gives me when I cast with him. He's always like... Um, but honestly, I, th- I will say, just, and this is personal to me, because uh, it's my job and I don't want to be on camera 100% of the time on a broadcast. But, um, but, but I do think that the, the sort of blooper reels HCT make at the end of the show yeah. of like caster moments is a much better way to do that than just be like, by the way, you're never off camera. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, no, I, they told us like, <laughs> they told us at WSOE, they're like, you're on camera 100% of the time. And we even had a B-roll piece of uh, Lauren Jabara, who's one of the announcers there. And it was just, she didn't realize it, but she like does a dance every time occasionally when things go well. And that was just getting recorded the whole time. And then day two, there was like a three-minute B-roll of her just doing different dances around the studio <laughs> that she didn't know was right. going mean- but like yeah, H- at WSB, you're on camera 100% of the time. <laughs> there was, yeah. At one point, 
Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ria. Uh, I was just, just going to say, HCT, we know production see every single thing we do, regardless mm -hmm. of what it is. But it's the, the nice that someone's there to edit certain things out, <laughs> whereas live on camera all of the time is very, very scary. It was Just get better at your job, Raven. You should be <laughs> professional 100% of the time. You teach me, Firebat. You teach me. At, oh, at one know, point, it's very difficult. At one point, Dan and Lauren, it was like between a break. It was like a long break, too. But at one point, Dan and Lauren were, were standing, and they had like an overhead view of them, and they were like standing looking like they were about to go live. You know, like they were all ready, and they would like pause a second. You know, they wouldn't talk to each other. And then all of a sudden, they would start talking to each other, like as if they were, you know, nothing's going to happen. Then they started talking like, like really serious again. I'm like... Are we going? They're going to go live or not? I sat there watching that for like five minutes for some <laughs> dumb reason, but it was it was pretty funny for for whatever reason. Um, but one thing I have to say that I'm so glad that they did, you know, with the show matches, is that they did open mics. You know, they actually had the players talk, and you know, we did that a long time ago. If I remember, you don't remember that, like when we did the mm -hmm. show matches. I'm so glad somebody is actually doing it. You know, just like on a on a higher level because. It works, you know. Like I think watching Amnesiac, and I, I think it works. If you have the, if you no, have the no, right it, people doing it, works it, it when works when you have Amnesiac versus someone right. or Rain people, right? Yeah. 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 It doesn't work when you have Blood Trail versus Hunter Ace. Yeah, that's the but problem. You're not going to get those guys. With you. You know, no, but anyways. but all I'm saying is like it, it, that's the problem with just uh, having my. Oh yeah, I'm not saying like in, in well, the, yeah, yeah, in super high competitive, you know, like the, right, the world right, championships right. or anything like that, but. Well, I think Mike's would be cool in the world championship. I think that'd play to my skill set and give me a little bit of an advantage <laughs> over some of the yeah, players. Okay. But oh, there you go, there you go. No, it maybe con some information out of them or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what amnesia. It was so funny because uh, a Saiyan was was initiating in the beginning, but then towards the end, I could tell he was distracted by it because yeah. amnesia just ended up you know taking taking advantage of that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Saiyan. And misplayed a little bit during that series, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He was trying to play the Mechathune Warlock and then accidentally just died to Uther. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but overall, if you guys didn't watch it, definitely go check it out. WSOE, um, the VODs over on their channel. Spoilers, Gia ended up winning again. But it was a tight series. I mean, there was definitely some, some very exciting matches during, uh, I think, that series. And then there was one other one that... Uh, which one was it? I think it was Pathra and... Uh, Pathra's in the finals, by the way. And then Pathra mm -hmm. and... Was it Korra? I can't remember who it was. But there, there was a couple really close series that had some some really cool matchups. So definitely check it out you know, if you guys get a chance. Uh, but keep you know definitely keep it up. WSOE has definitely been one of the, the really great recent things. You know, I think that's happened in, in, in uh, the Hearthstone community. All right, so Grandmaster announcement. All right, so... We uh we finally got the specifics, you know. They you know they had like kind of an announcement back in, uh, I think December. I think it was the end of December or was it the beginning of January? Somewhere around there. So, and, and they they released some information on the whole new Grandmaster system. They took a bunch of feedback from players and whatnot between then and then when they finally announced it uh, a week and a half ago. And so we we have the specifics. It's it's basically going to be um it's kind of like a league of like sixteen players from each region. And um, they'll be, you know, playing matches, you know, against each other, and it's going to be broadcasted for, from for eight weeks, I believe. And um, how it works is, actually, Firebat, you were explaining it to me earlier. I didn't even actually realize it. There'll be two seasons. The first season, at least in the mm -hmm. first year, uh, the sixteen players will, you know, go through that, and then um, uh, nobody will be relegated in the first season, though. 
Uh, and then the top two will move on to qualify for the world championships at the end of the year. And then the second season, and this is only for the first year, guys. Second season, they'll do the same thing with the eight weeks. And then uh, two people will get relegated. The bottom two people will be, will be up for relegation, right? Not necessarily kicked out, but definitely up for relegation. And then, uh, again, the, you know, just people qualify for the world championships again. So, um, so what we do know is that there's 16 from each region. Uh, and then there's two that, that potentially get relegated, at least you know, moving forward, going into 2020 and, and, and things like that. So I uh, want to ask your opinions on that first. So do you think 16 players is enough players to be in this top tier pro, you know, it's like the pro league, um, you know, getting into that, that very coveted you know, distinction. Well, it's uh, more than 16, right? Cause it's 16 from each region. Yeah, yeah, so 16 times four. Yeah. So 48 or 64. Yeah. And it starts to become well, a lot of people when you look at it like that. 16 times three, because China, is kind of doing its own thing, right? As they, well, do. they yeah. still exist. They're still people, Raven. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> they, just because they have a different tournament yeah. format doesn't mean they're not real. Okay, so 40, <laughs> 48 doing the same China thing. Have, right. is not the same format, is all I'm saying, Firebat. Don't try sure. and cross people. That's all but, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I still think 64 is plenty for enough people to try and follow. Like, very few people, I think, are actually going to be able to follow all 64 peoples, let alone if we just, if someone wants to follow the scene, but just not follow China, they will still have a hard time following every single player. So I think uh, if anything, it's maybe too many players that might be really? too ambitious with the size of it for the first league. Okay. Yeah, Cause yeah, it's huge to start off with it. The main purpose is to create storylines and have people be able to follow their favorite players through the league. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, keeping it a nice I uh, smaller amount is good, but yeah, no complaints. <laughs> Okay. I think what's more, more <laughs> likely is, though, that viewers will have a few players, maybe across all regions, that they want to follow. So, you know, they like, oh, I like these two players in, in Europe League. Oh, I want to follow this guy from APAC uh, because just, you know, I, I know this player from whatever, uh, you know, say Tom, for example, if he's there. Uh, oh, I'll follow the previous world champion and see how he's doing. So I actually think being able to cherry pick across leagues and having a selection of players is actually going to be pretty cool to follow. And, and also as well, just because the format's best of three, you can just sit and probably be able to crack, you know, just watch a few matches in in your spare time and not be a big deal if you need to catch up on stuff i think it'll be relatively quick yeah they're gonna be fast man Just you're not watching like two specialist. hour series probably yeah. i'm gonna say right. well there's gonna be the potential for some really long series you know generally people of grandmaster caliber rope like no tomorrow so <laughs> yeah, there's but only there's three games at max fives, though so but not, what if it's yeah. specialist format warrior versus warrior then someone will bring a deck that destroys Warrior, and you'll see that matchup once, and then never again. <laughs> Done. Solved. Next. I don't know. If it, if it was these recent ones, it'd be Hunter versus Hunter, like, all day long, right? So... And that goes pretty great. quick, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's true. That Hunter, that's that's very, very true. Um, but, yeah, so I it, that's kind of interesting. You think it's it might be even too much, because I definitely was veering more towards it's too little but i was thinking of it more from the standpoint of players you know like obviously a lot of people complained just because you know a, a lot of players now will not have a real chance to participate 
you know, in what was before HCT, you know, or just at least this competitive pro, you know, element of Hearthstone. And um, I mean, that's just the nature of it. You know, there's got to be, you know, I think that making this decision for me is generally a good one. Like having this, think this, this new. This is the most rewarding and most opportunities that there's ever been for someone to be competitive in Hearthstone. Previously, mm -hmm. when it comes to like HCT sort of stuff, if you won a bunch of tournaments, what did you get? You got a one of chance to maybe win worlds. And now if you win a bunch of tournaments, you get into the Grandmaster system and you get to play an entire league and build a brand and get your name out there over lots of exposure over 16 weeks. So I think this is way better for the players than just, hey, good luck at this one tournament. When I started playing in 2014, uh, the only way to qualify for Worlds was through ladder points. And the top 16, or no, it was the top 32, went in a single eliminate, or went in a Swiss tournament, and you had to get seven and one in this Swiss tournament. <laughs> and then you would go to be able to play in New York right. in an eight man tournament. And then two people from the eight man tournament went to Worlds. Yeah. And uh, if you lost that, you were done. It, pretty much everyone that was involved in that process, except me and Strife Crow from America's don't really play. I guess Ant plays Hearthstone. So there's a few of us that are sticking around. But uh, a lot of them just didn't turn it into anything, that opportunity after that. And that's mm -hmm. a shame. I, I think the, the biggest thing, right, is um, as an example, you can get to a seasonal, this past year, you can get to a seasonal championship, not make the cut, as in not qualify to Worlds, and then you're kind of back to square one, to be completely yeah. honest. Right. I think, I think the, and this is this year, you know, this past year, I think the deal is, yes, we don't have 50,000 pro players of Hearthstone, you know, per oh, region, God. fine. Yeah. But if you do make it, you, you've made it. You've actually made it. There's something at the end of the, the rainbow, isn't there? You know what I mean? As opposed to, you know, you won a big tournament, great. But if you don't do it again and again and again and again, no one cares, unfortunately. You know, that, yeah. that's just the mm -hmm. way it is. Whereas now, you qualify into the league, you're in the pro league that is broadcasted week in, week out for, you know, 16, however many weeks a year. You you paid to be in it more than certainly. You know what I mean? There, there are so many benefits. You're literally going to be promoted by Blizzard every single week. Like, well, yeah, the promotion is huge. Yeah. yeah, you're a pro player. You've made promotion it. Promotion is like, huge. And I think it just from a general structure, and I've been, dude, I've been, like wanting this structure for years like ever since i started hct you know like i felt like there needs to be a distinction as to what a pro hearthstone player is and this whole this whole storyline about anybody can win hearthstone any year is like the worst thing to structure your competitive league around and so you know i i know a lot that because they've done it over the past they you know there are a bunch of part-time players and stuff that have gotten used to this and and they're going to be super unhappy about all this but it, it's just a necessary evil. Like you have to do this for the betterment of, of just competitive Hearthstone. And, and I think you're right. I think that that having a goal now, the goal is like very, very clear. And then having just the all the rewards, you reap all the benefits of being in it is very clear right. now. Sponsors the only thing Sponsors they need to add now yeah. is they need more steps involved in this staircase. Because right now there's the ground and then there's the third story. And, the, you know, there's like an open cup in there. <laughs> right. And that's and about very, it. And yeah. a very rickety-looking yeah. ladder. That's true. That's yeah, like, yeah. We, yeah. It, they still need to it's work a on great that. framework, and now we just need to fill in the steps. <laughs> and once that gets more defined, and, you know, yeah. maybe there's like a league that feeds into it, 
uh, or something like that, I, I think it can be a lot better. But I think it's a really amazing start. It's leaps and bounds better than the previous yeah. systems that we've had. Absolutely. Yeah. All, all the players that um, I would say a semi-pro to, to pro, you know, uh, not not quite there. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to sit them back and say, you know, obviously it's unfortunate if they feel that way, but were they actually making a living playing Hearthstone? Mm-hmm. Well, probably not most of them, right? You know, you, you probably couldn't just live for the rest of your life doing what they were doing, right? So like... That if they have a chance to get into the league, whereas they, they can suddenly actually just make a full living, don't have to have a different job, focus on this full time, then that's what's just way more valuable, even though it's for a small portion of players. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, it has to cut somewhere, right? Well, the like, people, people that devote their full time to it, <laughs> I mean, the people that devote full time to it should, you know, like, I feel like they should have a better chance of getting, you know, into things like this versus somebody who does play part time, you know, after work or whatnot. Um, but what do you guys think about the relegation? Is two spots enough out of 16? Uh, it's two for the first year yeah. because the first uh, three month season has no relegation. But then every year after that is four. So two per season, right? Two, two per season happens in the future. Currently, for the first season, there's no relegation. Um, I'm not exactly sure why that is, but uh, I guess it, maybe they just need this. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think the I think four is good. I think four works, but I actually yeah, think as well feels when, weird. But four, I think, is fine. Yeah, I, I think when you think about it as well is, and it might sound a little bit silly, but be, because of the way Blizzard just quite frankly had to decide who's in this league of, of each each one, I think the first season not having any is kind of reasonable because you like we were saying if you made the cut you deserve to have like actually made it properly whereas if you're in, in the first one and you just out straight away then you go through it all again if you were good enough to make the initial right. pick then maybe yourself. having the first season just mm-hmm. let everything settle let every you know see how it works get everyone involved then the second season is like right you're on your own you know this is just how it is now and you get relegated mm-hmm. if you get relegated so i think mm-hmm. like at least for, for the initial squad, you imagine that there's been leaked lists and stuff of players, etc. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but you would imagine they're going to invite a very high world-class caliber of player because why wouldn't they? It would be more weird if they didn't. Um, and, and if that's the case, then they deserve to like have a decent chance at this league and at this like you know pro Hearthstone. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out, but I think it's okay actually. I don't want a revolving door of players because that's what we've had every year in yeah, Hearthstone so sure, far. For sure, we don't want. It was like. Learn this new set of plays you've never heard of. Could anyone name Hunter Ace? Could anyone even like you know name Casey? Or even, you know there, there are plenty of players that are class, classed as world class right now. Viper, like that people wouldn't have even know who they were a couple of years still, ago. Still don't know. There's a lot of people that still right. don't know those guys. So. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, not speaking, I'm not going to talk about the players themselves. But you know, I, I think this first year is really really a key year like you have to kick the the league off in a big way so yes i think that you know there's going to be a lot of debate as to who should be in these first 16 or not um but for me you know it, it is important uh, and speaking more from the standpoint of just like the overall success of the league long term is we you gotta get traction you gotta get people watching like pro hearthstone more than it yeah. is right now I, yeah absolutely and and i think that p- picking select players i mean that's going to that's going to you know definitely play a role into how how they're doing that and and it's smart i I actually don't disagree there's no perfect way to do it but if you're going to choose one thing that's going to be for the overall betterment of the league long term it's it's going to be doing that 
Don't go overboard. Mm-hmm. Like, don't have crip in it. Like, do, do people want to be able to complain about Hearthstone in three years' time? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you do, then this is a good thing. You know, if you still want to be there and Hearthstone exists to complain about, then yeah. something like this is going to help esports. If not this year, in the long run, yeah. it's how you build a foundation of a game to be successful. I'm just glad I'm not the one picking the players because I would struggle. Fair play to the people who have done that. It's a yeah. horrible job. Because how the hell do you pick 16 players when there are so many good ones, especially in, for example, a region like Europe that just has more players? It's like, you know, how do you even how do you even pick? It's very, very difficult. But I, I think overall the format's going to be pretty cool. It's different. Yeah. It's interesting. Rotation looks cool. I'm just hyped. So yeah. I'm good. Definitely. Definitely happy. <laughs> the first time I, I felt like I've, I'm like, all right, we're finally first on the time. right track. Finally. You've ever felt happy. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, well, as appetizer, let's get into the card review. I know a lot of people are just kind of waiting for that right now. So um, we had a big final card review or uh, reveal with uh, Kibler and Ixar uh, and Chris as well. So they went over another 20 cards, but we, you know, we're, we're obviously pretty far behind here in terms of reviewing cards. So we're just going to look at all of them, you know, at once. Uh, good thing that Hearthpone is really good about updating the cards really quickly on their site. So we have the luxury of being able to look at it that way. But um, I figure we would, you know, start at Druid, kind of go through each of the classes. And then we'll, once we get to neutral, you know, it'll be a little bit more probably talking about cards, specific cards that we think are, are cool. Um, but all right, so let's start with Druid here. And, um, you know, Druid, you know, what do you guys think the theme is for Druid? Because I, I feel like one thing I, I've noticed about the expansion, and by the way, I'm super excited about the expansion, I feel like the themes have been really strong, like in, in, for each of the classes and, and what they're they're trying to, you know, maybe mold the, not even mold, but really focus like specific themes on for, uh, you know, for the classes. I remember Ixar was on the show maybe a few months ago, and he mentioned that that was one thing that was really important to them moving forward. So uh, in terms of the Druid, what do you guys think? Anything specific stick out to you guys in terms of what the new Druid's going to look like? Uh, token cards seem like they're pretty all right, and especially the heal sort of theme within it, some sort of heal token where you're able to cheat out the two copies of the four fours for five mana yeah, if you field five. Yeah, right yeah right the uh, crystal stag seems like it could be a pretty solid card. And then the card to the right of it, just being able to buff everything, go wide, attack with that is a pretty strong theme. And then just general taunt stuff. There might be some sort of healing taunt control druid because the new legendary druid is pretty sweet. If you're able to play that against an aggressive deck and it doesn't get silenced, then you're able to just bring it back to life after they plow through it by healing yourself. And if that isn't a way to shut out an aggro deck, then I don't know what is. Yeah, and also you see things like, you know, you, you start to think about cards like Faceless Manipulator on a card like that, and you're like, oh. Um, <laughs> forbiddenness Floop. Yeah, great point, actually. Yeah, um, that's say, another good one. Right, right now, as you've got the card in the top left, I think, is I'm just going to call Twin Spell strongest mechanic since Discover and one we're probably going to see for a while because Twin Spell is going to be nutty. It's insane. You get to play a 30, if you just run one, you get to play like a 31 card deck, except you don't have to draw that 31st card. Like it, it's, it's so much more value. And we saw it in the in, in the in the stream where it was, I believe we'll get to mage, but I'm pretty sure it was yeah, Ray of Frost 
one oh, yeah, mana that card is cool. spell, freeze card a minion, or if it's frozen, yeah. deal two. Just one mana freeze a minion, and then you get to one mana freeze a minion again, again whenever you want. Yeah. You guys have heard of Glacial Shard, right? So imagine that as a spell in Mage. Like, Twin Spells just... Even this one, the Blessing of Ancients for the tokens, um, three mana plus one plus one to all your dudes, and that's Twin Spell. Like it's, And then you just do it again, or threat, even threatening again is huge to your opponent. Your opponent knows you've got it. And it's just like, they then have to play around it because you've yeah. got it, but it's not a big deal to you. You've already cast it once. It's just nutty. Twin Spell's going to be huge. Yeah, I, I really yeah. I really like how they've, especially in Druid, like like you mentioned Twin Spell, the way they've implemented you know, just card value, right? And that's not just straight up draw cards and things like that. It's Twin Spell and even just the um, the Keeper Stelladris mm -hmm. or whatever, right? This is the one where it's a two drop and you when you cast a, a choose one spell, you get copies of both cards, which actually means that like, you know, uh, Wrath and things actually have cards yeah. now associated with each of the abilities. Um, and, you know, watching that on stream today, it, it was like, wow, the Druid's got like eight cards and it's like turn three or turn four or something like that. It's so Super sick. cool, yeah. Super cool. That Even Dr Dreamway Guardians as well might be absolutely oh. savage. Is that the it best two drop? That, seems this, good. This card it's, seems like one of the best two drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a two mana, two four worth of stats and it's divided among two bodies, which is beneficial. And they've got lifesteal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's insane. And the lifesteal works really well with buffs and Druid has buffs. So it's <laughs> like, it, and they have the whole heal Druid thing. The only issue with the heal Druid is Druids don't have a way to to kill themselves. So they can't heal above 30 and they might not be able to heal five health at the timing That's if they true. want to. With, I guess uh, like uh, I, I guess like maybe you'd think of things like pounce and right. like yeah, that sure. to just hero power stuff. Yeah. Because right. one, it frees up space for your minions to attack face and you want to be damaging yourself, right? So maybe yeah, but sometimes there's decks that don't play any minions for a really long time. That's true. And then you got nothing to pounce and then you're sitting here like, well, I can't heal anything because my opponent's just you know, priest or something, and they're not playing anything. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're if you're thinking like just generally speaking, finishing, you know, like base, basically, what what is the is it only going to be token druid that you think that that's going to be a winning condition for for druid, or is it going to be like mechathune potentially? I mean, what what do you see here when it's just heal and and tokens? Well, druid lost uh, a lot of card draw. Yeah. So combo, I think, is kind of out the window, mm -hmm. and they're more of going towards tempo-related stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's going to be tokeny savage roar okay. kind of win condition for I, the most part with druid. I, I kind of wonder if something a card you know along the lines of let's just say forest aid with twin spell right is like running those plus savage roar and then just building a druid deck. Like, is that ever you know, you know like Druid of old? Is that, right. uh, they, they, like, is, is that just enough? Is Savage Raw just a good enough card? Is that with four four forest aids? Is that just enough stuff to keep like try and make something stick if you have other cards around it? I don't know, but you know maybe it doesn't have to be full token all the time. It could just be good cards with a potential of token push. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't predict Druid being super strong. Like yeah. it seems okay. They I just it, I think there's going to be too many situations where the heal stuff is too hard to pull off by turn 5 and then um they don't got a lot of card draw in their class and Savage Roar is your only sort of win condition seems sketchy. But uh you know Token yeah. Druid's found a way before so it wouldn't surprise me too much. The I think the card I'm most excited for is Blessing of the Ancients for that Token Druid sort of stuff.
Yeah, Blessing of the Ancient, which is, by the way, it's, it's a three mana uh, common spell, tw twin spell, give the minions plus one, plus one. So it's like a mm -hmm. another Savage Roar. I mean, it's a little bit more expensive for what you yeah. get, but, but you, you get some yeah. health. It's permanent, right? It's not Special uh, mention as well, just to Crystal Song Portal, just because it's a weird card, but yeah. you just never know. It, a card like that's that kind of power level, uh, you just don't know, I think, whether it's going to be good, because are you going to run out of cards? If you do, two mana draw three cards. It's pretty good. Draw three druid minions. Yeah. Not just sure, cards. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it can be probably good pretty cast, good. Right? Yeah, it's a lot of casts. So, like, you can build some of these, like, super low-to-the-ground druid decks and then just put that in there, and you probably have gas to go to the end game. Yeah, yeah I mean... It, it's, it's an interesting it's, card, that's all. Yeah, it's kind of like Divine Favor in a way, right? If you played some crazy aggressive... But that's what I was trying to say. Like, in terms of card value with the Druid, it's not draw cards you have in your deck. It's more just get cards. But yeah. that could be really powerful, you know, just depending on what you get, so... Um, okay, well, that's Druid. Let's move on to uh, Hunter here. That was fast. I guess there's not that much to talk about Druid. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Uh, Hunter! Okay, so with Hunter... Um, let's see, theme-wise, what do you guys think? I mean, there's definitely some mech stuff thrown in here, which was very surprising to me. <laughs> uh, uh, and then obviously still some some Death Rattle and Beast stuff as well. But and any theme you guys feel from Hunter? This one's not strong. Um, anything for powerful me. spells that generate a lot of value. I think they're pushing um, the Hunter Hero card a lot with uh, some of these cards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can go... Zoljin and bring the big axe, making Unleash the Beast happen, if you've played it like twice, and get two five fives the rush, for example. So like they have like a bunch of okay-ish cards, but then you're like, well, if I play these and I'm in a decent spot, and then I play Zoljin, I just win the game. Because I get a bunch of five fives, I deal four damage to something, I get a bunch of random spells, you know? So I think uh, Zoljin is getting pushed kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, I am um, pretty good. <laughs> so, initially, I had some thoughts about uh, Varisa uh, in terms of how powerful the win condition is of a weapon. Um, and now they did Rapid Fire, which is effectively four one mana deal one damage, which the extra spell damage is a lot of damage plus kill commands plus arcane shots. Like, right. that's just a lot of stuff. Uh, and then another side of me, it hurt me when I saw Oblivatron. Because I hate what and I hate most <laughs> I, hunter legendaries. Yeah. They always yeah. like to suck. But I'm thinking, right? Oblivatron, nine lives, Ursatron, and then you just have Mechathune and Zilliax in the deck, and then the rest is just hunter cards. Yeah, and Oblivatron, oh, yeah. by the way, six mana, three, four mech death rattle summon a mech from your hand and trigger its death rattle too, which is like, hmm, very interesting. And then it works with nine lives as well. You yeah. can yeah. go Oblivatron, and then the. Uh, the Bearatron, and then Nine Lives, and then it's just a card draw engine. And, and before anyone laughs at me, I am not saying use Mechathune to proc its no, ability. No, it's a 10-10! Just keep summoning 10-10s yeah. yeah. on the board. Look, discover a friendly death rattle that died this game. Well, if you get me uh, if you draw Mechathune from Ursatron, Oblivatron cheats it out, and then you just keep summoning 10-10s every turn. I don't know, like, it seems like it, it could just be one of those weird decks that works because you could play just those mechs and then a hunter deck behind it. And Zilliax is good, Mechathune's kind of a dud, but a three mana three three that draws a card on Death Rattle and a specific card 
that's just not that bad, actually. If you have two of those, you can draw a blue Atron and Mechathune specifically, do the combo, and then start nine lives in them. Like, that's a small package when the rest of it's got Hunter behind it. Like, maybe that's just okay. I don't know. It's weird, but maybe it works. So so you're telling me Death Rattle Hunter is probably going to be something, but it's just a very different Death Rattle Hunter. Yeah, it's just going to be Mech Death Rattle, but you don't play any other mechs apart from Oblivatron Mechathune, and probably just because it's so good, Zilliax. Yeah, and you can do other combo stuff like you're saying with the spell power stuff using yeah. nine lives and like loot hoarders and Thalnos. Nine lives to, like, is so good. Mm-hmm. This is, nine lives is sweet. It's a lot of card draw. Good, yeah. uh, we have God, card draw so and good. hunter now, which is spooky. Yeah. So yeah, you can draw a bunch of cards and then finish with burn plus Farisa and rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is the best card <laughs> for hunter in the set. It's crazy good. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, the 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 uh, weapon for Verisa, If you guys don't know what Thorndall is. Uh, let me bring it up real quick, just so uh, you guys might understand the reference there. Yeah, with Orndal's a three, uh, a, what's well, a three mana weapon? But you know, you're gonna, you're obviously gonna it's be equipping it. Yeah. So it's a yeah. two attack, three dur- uh, durability. After your hero attacks, gain the spell damage plus two this turn. So that's pretty useful if you got some of those I, direct damage spells. Uh, and what's funny as well is like I was looking at this kind of deck before I saw Rapid Fire, right? And Rapid Fire is just insane. Again, twin spells. So you get four one-mana deal one spells. Um, but also as well, the weapon does six over three turns. Like, that's a reasonable amount of damage in itself for, you know, a, an equipped weapon. It's uh, it's extra damage to add to this, like, burst when you've got cards like Baited Arrow, Kill Command, point. all of these things can go face, right? It's actually, you start to look at all the damage you can get, and especially if you do what Fivebat mentioned with, like, Loot Hoarders to use nine lives to keep drawing cards. Yeah, maybe that just gets Goodness there as well. Face, it's kind of weird, hunter? right? Yeah. Trackings? Like, <laughs> just kill him. OTK okay. Hunter, Inc. Yeah. Copy all beasts in your hand. Hunting Party. Huh. That's okay. just a weird card. Yeah, that is a weird card. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Hunting Party is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's Hunter. Hunter, yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to take a step back. You're obviously losing a bunch of things with, with this reset or whatnot, but I still think it's in a decent spot oh, for sure yeah they and still I, have spring bar and scavenging hyena so they'll be and, fine and, and master's right. call that's right and yeah. they, they have master's call mid-range hunter will still exist yeah and they got the whole kit still <laughs> oh god let's hope we don't continue seeing hunter stone and they, they lose candle shot but they have the axe uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> okay let's talk about a some uh, class that got a lot of new stuff, which was oh. the mage. Yeah, the mage cards are actually pretty, yeah, pretty sweet. So I don't know Caligos, there, but, absurd. Yeah, yeah I know. And, uh, oh my god, yeah. ten mana, <laughs> four twelve dragon. It's, it's first it's like spell death knight level power. Yeah, yeah, and I mean your first spell is zero, and then you discover yeah. spells. So you're guaranteed to have a chance to cast something. So, yeah. what do you guys think? I, like power creation I, with that, that kind of stuff, or I mage think looks good. This. <laughs> Basically, this one specific card, because it's so good, will make people have to run an answer to this card in their deck. Because I, 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 you just lose if you can't kill it, right? You just all yeah. or, or win, obviously, but you just lose. Like if you can't kill it, they get a free spell every turn, and the first one they discover anyway. So it's like mage have spells that kill you, like, and they cost zero mana. You can just. <laughs> I, I honestly think with Caligos and a few of the other cards, like Freeze Mage is just coming back. Like, you're gonna get OTK'd. Like, it, it feels really powerful. Well, I don't know about OTK'd, really? but I definitely think you can get a lot of tempo and a lot of value. Yeah. 
just playing like a controlling kind of mage with Caligos, and then you just play like Kedgar and then maybe Power of Creation, and then you kind of just like slow the game down and eventually go Kedgar and Power of Creation in the same turn, get four six traps, you win, kind of thing. God, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> yeah. you play Caligos, uh, it lives because it probably just doesn't die, and then you just. Kadgar and Condra's calling on the Caligos to get, you know, like four ten. More Caligoses. You you it doesn't copy the same minion. It's the cost. Oh, okay. You get four, you'll get four ten drops. I mean, yeah. it's insane. It's That's a, so it, funny. Conjurer's Calling is three mana spell, twin spell, destroy a minion, summon two minions of the same cost to replace it. So I it, thought it was the two same minions. I was like, no, you can no. just 30 someone with Leroy with this thing. It's, it's, an, it's interesting. Like, you know, obviously if you had I don't know, maybe an egg would be... Or like, what are some common thing targets you think would be for something like this? Uh, yeah, eggs sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just anything when you have Kedgar on the field, I think, is the main draw with the card. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, because if you have Kedgar on the field, it works. Yeah. Eggs? Did you say? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, there's a few eggs still. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the, the, the zero 0-3 rotates, though. The zero three 3 rotates. Yeah, the 0-3 yeah, rotates. Yeah, right. right. I'm just saying, yeah, just like I... a, the general concept of an egg, right? There's... Like, like, yeah, yeah. Small. There's the two mana scarab eggs still, so that could work. <laughs> I don't know about that, but but, but yeah, uh, there's still the concept of something small. But right. yeah, mage looks like it got like a lot of powerful cards mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Kedgar is insane. I think Dark power Frog. creation has potential. Dark frogs insane. Mana cyclones passable. Ray of frost is insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, magic trick is like not horrible. It's all right. You could play it with your Sorcerer's Apprentice and probably play two spells for zero mana alongside it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty nutty. Um, it sounds like you can go either, you know, more of this tempo that we've been talking about with, you know, obviously running the Caligos, Caligos, or you can do this crazy cheap spell, you know, kind of like what we saw on stream today with, you know, right. dart frogs and just all kinds of craziness. <laughs> Vex Crow. Vex Crow, right? Yeah. And even this thing is really interesting. The Kirin, the TriCaster, this is a. It's a pretty interesting card. You know, it, it uh, spell damage plus three, and your spells cost one more to kind of make up yep. for that that spell damage. So, yeah, you're shooting star with that, just blow up an entire board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, totally. And then think, the raven thing is actually really strong because there's not so many mage minions, so you can usually get one of these crazy powerful ones. I, I was going to say, though, as well, because you think of the legendaries, Kadga, Kalagos, and Tinnitus, yeah. and Luna... They have some pretty good legendaries made right now, damn. And Antonitis with like Ray of Frost I is think, broken. Yeah. I yeah. think Antonitis like, is back, like for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Mage also, looks pretty nutty. Also, as well, it's like magic trick because it's three or less is actually pretty sick, right? Because Nova's still in the pool. Um, wow, you're going to get a secret though. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I guarantee you. A lot of secrets aren't that bad. But, um, what? I, I don't Which know. Ones? I, I which one? Are huh? you, like, which ones would you want to get Ex- right now? Counter spell, explosive ruins. Those are good secrets. Yeah. Is supposed to be about the other okay. six or seven secrets? Yeah, I, I think like, explosive oh, ruins okay. is gone. The, the split one for for your Antonidas. Oh. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Mage got the most ob- or some of the most obviously strong cards. Like, I don't think there's too much like, mm, is Ray of Frost going to be good? Well, yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, there's the neutral card that fits really well in Mage, too. There's one that, if you have a spell in your hand that costs great, five or greater, oh, it cats it, right? is a five mana 4-4 four, four that deals four damage to something. Yeah. So that just fits naturally in Big Mage with all of the, you know, Frost Novas, or not Frost Blizzards and Flame Strikes and Caligos yeah. Power Creation, that whole shenanigans. So I think that archetype is looking pretty polished and pretty strong. Oh, mm -hmm. Big Mage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Without Janna. Big Okay. Well, you got Caligos. It's new Jaina. Well, <laughs> you just, well, so you just mean, take that out and you put in Caligos, and then Jaina you put in into a it's one turn. Design. It's one turn. Jam. It, it's kind of like Big Mage back when we had uh, uh, what should I call it? The the first Big Mage with um, uh, the seven Medivh. seven. What who? Medivh. Yeah, Medivh. Yeah, back with Medivh. It's, it's kind of like Gunter Mage. If you want to yeah, throw yeah, back exactly. Mage. The, yeah. Good expensive card mage. Yeah. You know, it was just like a bunch of value things that then occasionally got tempo. Firelands portal mage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Really well. Basically, Caligos right. is just a really big Firelands portal. <laughs> and then you get enough tempo off that to win the game. Yeah, like, that's you a deck. You could that way. Yeah. You could definitely get it that way. Um, any, any thoughts on pyroblasting to the face with that, that zero cost mana? Dude, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just a matter of whether it's actually but good or not. That's that's what's <laughs> nutty is that, like, almost, like, you discover has to be so bad on the turn you play it for this to be not a good turn, right? It has to be, like, the unluckiest discover because yeah, there are so many good, there's, there's potential AOE, there's potential just damage. There's even just a, getting a secret up to defend Caligos for next turn isn't that bad. Like well, you, can't, you don't you even have to, have to be stuck. You don't have to play the discovery card either. You could just play a that's card true. that you have in your hand that's good. Like <laughs> yeah, you just have true. a blizzard with this. It's always the nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's always so, I, that is going to be an insta crafting gold and probably yeah. one of the first decks I even play because it just looks fun as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I loved, hey, I loved Flame Waker, so even getting Magic Dart Frog, which is scaled back mm -hmm. Flame Waker, is still very, very but fun. He, I love that Yeah, it's still good. It only costs two, so mm -hmm. uh, costing two instead of costing three is like a really big deal, because you can fight for the board with it a lot early. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just generally like the mechanic of you getting something when you play spells. You know, and not not every class has that, so it, it makes a lot of sense that Mage would have something like this. Um, okay, so that's Mage. Let's go to Paladin, which is coming up. Okay, so with Paladin, we've got uh, some more secret stuff, um, and then a lot of secret yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot secret of secret Paladin stuff. looks insane. There's also a neutral minion that is a two mana two three. Yeah. That if there's a secret in play, gain plus one plus one. So it's just Totem Golem for Secret Paladin. So that seems pretty broken. <laughs> this new secret is Never Surrender. Oh, when it's so sad. When your opponent casts a spell, give your minions plus two health. That's insane, dude, for, yeah. for Silverhand Paladin or Silverhand Recruits and things like that. That's crazy. What, what's, what's really silly is when you look at Desperate Measures and it's a good card. Yeah, it probably is. There's just because that much is. secret support. Yeah, yeah. people. Well, one, there's all the support, right? Two, if you're playing, if Mysterious Blade is is good enough, which it sh should be, you want as many like chances at one drop secrets if you want, if if that ever becomes the case. But also, what with this new secret and the ones that already exist, what the hell does your opponent do when you play that? They've got well, and it's just good tempo. Close their eyes and hope, and then you can do it again. 
because it's twin spell. It's stupid. It's insane. It's, it's just probably also just good tempo for its cost, right? Like yeah. Yeah. you would normally, if you were like trying to fight for the board super aggressively, like the secrets are actually pretty good at doing so, but you can't play a deck that's just all secrets because you run out of cards, right? But this is two secrets attached to one card. Yeah. So it's like two mana get two secrets, which is actually just pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's amazing. one card. I will say, though, I think Nazari, against what many people have said, is the opposite of Caligos, and I think he just sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's complete trash. Well, he's like, like, wait, people so have said he's good. away from Caligos as you could be in power level, and they're both 10-mana 4-12 dragons. Well, he could be good if you can somehow discount him or something, but for the most part, you can't spend 10 mana doing nothing, because the way right. that the sequence is going to work out is you're going to clear their board to set up to play this. They're going to play more stuff, and then you're going to play this, and then they're yeah. going to hit you with their stuff, and, and you've accomplished dead. nothing, right? Like, you've just like, delayed the game for like it, half a turn. If it had Taunt, then it would be in the same power level mm. as Caligos. Then you'd be like, okay, we can talk. But it doesn't, so it sucks. Everyone it thinks this is amazing, and yeah. it just isn't. I mean, it's yeah. a, it is a, it, you know, it is a, a definitely restored to full health, which, you know, there's not that many cards in Hearthstone that, that do that, ever. It also actually. restores They're, you, it's like Leroy for your opponent as well, which obviously you're not playing an aggressive yeah. deck, but I, I just feel like your opponent's always gonna, if they're good... It was like, it's like when you play against a big mage with Jaina, you always put them on a position where they can't play Jaina. Yeah. Because if yeah. they do dead, right? It's, like, that's the style of position you put them in. And this is just worse because, like, it just doesn't accomplish anything afterwards yeah, I mean, either. It just delays you your death off. for like one yeah. turn <laughs> or one or two if, turns. It's, it, it's good versus like hyper aggro decks that run out of steam. But the issue is, those decks kill you way before yeah, 10. Like, if you've made it to right. 10 against the deck what? that runs out of steam, <laughs> it, it's won. already over. You've already won. Exactly. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, the two legends yeah. that, that Paladin got were, I don't know. I mean, I, the, the trigger secrets twice. Reese is good. You think Reese is yeah. good? Even though, like... Yeah. yeah, with Never Surrender is insane. But yeah. she you play a spell, alive. everything she... on your board gets four health. Yeah, but she's... She, I mean, the secrets only trigger, like, when it's not your turn, right? So it's... Yeah, but you play it, they have to trigger They have to secrets, kill it. Right? I mean, they have to kill it, sure. I mean... And the idea is they they can't, right? Redemption, the Divine Shield one, oh, get down, plus health. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Can't kill it, right? Can't kill it, yeah. yeah, yeah that that makes a lot of sense for reaction. Okay, okay, I get, um, I get it. I will say as well, because I feel like I'm going to do this nearly every class, special shout-out, I think Call to Adventure might end up being very powerful because you can end up making a tutor thing uh, for like, say, if you play a control deck and Thakal is one of your cheapest minions, and mm -hmm. um, you can like just tutor Thakal out, or you know, even Doomsayers, it's not that bad, right? Three mana draw a Doomsayer if you want to, maybe. But I think like the, the tutor ability of this card could potentially be very powerful. You can tutor out things and then duel people. That's also pretty good. The, those kind of cards work pretty well together. You can tutor out um, like who? The... Who would you want to duel? Except well, for Doomsayer, like. Well, I dual each player summons a minion from their deck right. and then they attack they each hit, other. Yeah. So you, you just want like a big thing. So you tutor you know, out, you the, tutor out the, the small things and then yeah. they duel you Sarah or you know something ridiculous. Okay. And then your minion sticks at the end and their minion dies. Or you know, you can tutor out like Shivala. Like let's say you're playing like Shivala Baleful Banker OTK yeah, kind of thing. Would be great. And then you go yeah. call to adventure to get the Baleful Banker out, and then you play duel, which pulls out your Shivala, which then kills yeah. their guy, and then you baleful banker the Shivala back yeah. into your deck. And and the okay. baleful banker is a four-four. 
<laughs> yeah. And then you. I mean, all that sounds great, but is that too situational? I mean, that that's a lot I, of a lot I, of I, scenarios. I think, I think the idea is that it's it's almost like not because you can always kind of guarantee what you're going to pull, right? Hmm. It's like in yeah. dra- in Dragon Paladin. If if that's a thing, you can uh, call to adventure the the Fire Tree Witch Doctor, right? Um. So so then you have a two mana four four that discovers whatever if you hold a oh. dragon. So I mean, I'm more with Chant Man. I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think there's combo potential, but mm. uh, it it, does, it seems cool way combo. way worse than playing secrets on curve and just killing them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 <laughs> I, I am saying. not saying it's going to be bad. Than secrets Zero. on curve into not Commander so. Risa or whatever sounds broken as hell. Yeah, yeah. Commander Risa. Okay. I agree. Yeah, that's Next. insane. Yeah. Very yeah. warrior. No more control. Totem golem. No more control. They have a thing that makes all the. It's just insane. You know what's really bad? When never surrender proct on stream. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that's really good. It gives two health to the minion that's attacked. No, it's the whole board. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the whole, whole board. So if it was just one minion, it would yeah. be. Yeah, so yeah, so boards are like unswipable, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. They can't it's clear with consecrate swipe. Not, They're yeah, just I mean, dead. Listen, very it's few because, things will clear the board. It's crazy. No, What's I'm telling you, day one, I'm gonna play some paladin, guys. <laughs> I think it'll be all right. It's a legend. You're the legend. The the first time I see someone equality against this is gonna be beautiful. It'll be so equality. Wait, I buffed the health? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, what do you think is this blade is, it's good. It's kind of like old War Axe, but if, I, you, if you're playing Secrets. I think the odds are, though, especially with the, is it the three mana three fall that makes Secret dies and makes a Secret? Or pulls a Secret? Uh, yes, yeah, that guy I, still I, exists. Yeah, I, I, that guy. I think with oh, that, shit. the odds on you having a secret in a secret deck is actually going to be pretty high with that, the one mana twin spell. So I think if you just say it's this two mana deal six, yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty good. It's a war axe most yeah. of the time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's insane as a, just a war axe. You just play a secret on turn one, and if you don't have your totem golem guy, you just play this and war axe the other aggro decks <laughs> minion, and you're just infinitely ahead. And oh to be honest, God. is it completely horrible if you play say say you go secret keeper on one you have nothing turn two but this like it's not pretty good. so bad it's like a two good. attack weapon's still okay like gets the job done i mean if, right. you, if you have an aggressive yeah i mean if you if you're going aggressive with you defend your secret you keeper right yeah right yeah if they contest it with a two two like a yeah. scavenging hyena or something mm-hmm. or even if they play a one three out then you can bump your one two in and then use the yeah. blade and kill it wow. I think so, it's really so good you should pretty much always have a turn one play with that kind of deck because you probably run like eight secrets plus two desperate measures plus secret keeper and so now yeah, it's just it, you're gonna hit your curve every time, and it seems really powerful and hard to stop. Also, <laughs> everyone now kind of understands why Divine Favors getting rotated <laughs> would be fucking busted. dump all of your cards. I Divine Favor win. Yeah. yeah, this would be super broken. It would just be the best oh deck in the game ever, maybe yeah. if Divine yeah. Favors still exists. It's true. But it sounds like Agro Paladin is still gonna be a thing. Yeah. So uh... I'm just glad already. It feels like aggro's going to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's aggro clearly a focus. real good. A yeah. clear focus, especially in, in a good number, of, like four or five classes, too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for sure, we're going to be seeing that. Okay, well, uh, we're going to move on to Priest next. Before we do, I just want to give a quick shout-out to just the folks that support the show. That's our patrons, of course. Uh, you know, definitely want to take some time. Each show, just give a little shout-out to everybody. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash valuetown. And if you like what we're doing, you know, definitely throw a pleasure away. Really, really appreciate it. I want to say a quick thanks to Raydan, Bryce L., 
John C., Devin Y., Scott L., Grant A., P Peter V., William R., Nick B., Michael S., and Richard G. Just to name a few. We kind of just go through the list as you know each and every episode. So haven't heard your name yet? You'll, you'll be hearing it in the coming weeks. Okay, let's talk about Priest here. All right, here we go. So Priest uh, obviously losing a bunch of stuff, but still has a lot of you know things like cloning gallery and, and all that good stuff remaining in the deck. And, of course, at the top here, got Resurrection still being a very, very, you know, uh, a strong theme in Priest. Not quite as good as the Spellstone, but still 9 mana, summon 3 friendly minions that died this game. As well as yeah. Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. Sorry, Katrina. Katrina seems insane. Yeah. Katrina is, like, really, really powerful. So, and if you're able to, like, create copies of it or summon it in other ways, then it starts reviving itself back. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, I didn't even think about that. That's you start crazy. getting some like really weird situations happening, but even just an eight mana six eight that revives something of any sort of substance and then continues to be a threat is absurd. It's mm. got to be one of the most powerful cards I think in the entire set. Like that just comes down on eight and wins games. I I think the good thing is, or the the redeeming factor is, they removed a lot of the mid. Oh, they removed stuff's rotating out of the mid-level stuff right. that makes yeah, res broken yeah. uh, no, so it's still there look at look at hench clan shade quill oh Wait. yeah yeah, yeah, right yeah there. That, that card too, look yeah, at that that, that card I mean, good. Oh, good. you still yeah. with this card you still right probably here. can't play things like cleric early on right because you don't want oh, okay you can't cheat out you can't cheat out i mean stuff, but, yeah right. th th there's not a lot of cheating going on yeah as much anymore because of, say, uh, Eternal Servitude, for example, and, and uh, Shadow Essence. I think Priest just has a lot of abilities to do just about anything because they have a four mana four seven. <laughs> Things just huge. It's like a big old <laughs> rotten ball thing, man. It's like, like it's, it's, it's just insane. Way yeah. more stats than everybody else has. It's, at least it's and not taunt. <laughs> they was talking that shit. I actually oh think um, so, that they. A lot of the time on the reveal streams, some of the decks they show, you're just like, yeah, it's just not going to be good, is it? You know, Ixar even mentioned they build the extremist levels of all of these types of cards in the deck to show you uh -huh. what it does. And they're never that good. I actually think Silence Priest might be okay. There's some of the cards as well in, in the neutral pool that that could make this deck pretty pretty savage, in my opinion. Again, they showed like a extremely sort of deep Silence version. But um, I, I think Silence Priest might Silence just be Silence like statues and like, what are we silencing here? Uh, just, so you silence so the Hench Clan, I guess. But the, yeah. the, but there's the Hench Clan, there's the statues, but then you, the, there's some there's some other cards. But overall, there's still like there's even maybe late game, but Geppetto right. that can draw you two minions and cost them one, and you silence them, uh, which is neutral legendary. But uh, I don't know. You can hit people pretty hard early on. And if you can silence off that big guy, then they ain't gonna heal up either. Is there is there a high target? You know, for the four mana to actually be worth, say, ten mana. I mean, is there an obvious choice like that with this? Because this could be crazy great value if there is I'm a high. At the neutrals now. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there is anything. Well, you can do the Geppetto thing, like he was saying. That's the eight mana six six that draws two minions from your deck and sets their attack and health yeah. to one. Okay. And cost so. and cost to one. And cost of one. But they so become a, you could get a one mana big guy, silence it, boom, go. Okay. That seems like too many steps, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, how about just Leroy? Silencing Leroy? Why, why how does that help? Silence? Oh, you mean, oh, I mean just, just two creating of them. a copy? Yeah. It's like Leroy faceless, but one mana discount. Leroy and Priest. Oh my god. That'd be nuts. I mean, it seems like a decent <laughs> enough finisher. Yeah, it's 12 is pretty about, solid. Yeah. 
Yeah, the way that I see Priest probably going is they play a bunch of overstated minions, fight for the board, you try and stay even with them against their overstated minions, and then they just play Katrina Muerte, and you lose because that's too I, many stats. I do think with Lazul's scheme and Forbidden Words, we might just see good Priest. You know, because they have tools now. They have yeah, like very flexible part. tools. And now even like, you know, you have Lazul's scheme and a Cabal Shadow Priest, things like that. And it's like, we, we might just see like, oh, Priest just has good cards well, and they've got overall more powerful things than me after throughout a whole game. Right. You could just play a bunch of good cards and then like Lazul's scheme plus Cabal Shadow Priest, that's like just a game winning play. Like right. there's a lot, if you're, some, if you're in a mid-range sort of mirror and then you just do that and then take their guy with Cabal Shadow Priest, like game's just over. You don't come back from that as a mid-range deck. So they just have some really powerful mid-rangey stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lazul. Hmm. I don't know. What do you like? You, you like Lazul? I like Lazul. I like, we're talking about Lazul's scheme. But yeah, no, I know. Like. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but do you like Madame, Madame Lazul? Lazul? No, yeah, I think it's terrible. It's a three mana, three two. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good uh, potential tech card. I, I keep thinking of just specialist style cards. That's all. But, um, but uh, why do you want a copy of a card in your opponent's hand? I mean, well, I think as well, you get to see what's in your opponent's yeah, hand. It's, it's I know what's in my opponent's hand. I take notes. We're not all pro <laughs> players like you, Fireback. It doesn't help me. No, no, look at it. Um, I've been practicing my note-taking. I actually have a little hand-reading charts that I've printed out. Yeah. So if you see here, Do and you they have, have like, Do you actually the have turns are on there, and then there's like oh. tables and charts. Time to, to patent that, dude. Time to totally patent that. Yeah. So I got the official <laughs> hand-reading chart. Let me see. For, the, for those of you... On it. <laughs> For those of I'm you, I'm never gonna get the camera to focus. <laughs> no, it's only Firebat, man. Hand reading only, chart. Only Firebat would be the smart one to like. Actually. For those of you who are either unfamiliar with this or maybe newer to Hearthstone than 2014, I guess Firebat is that Firebat is the fucking king of, of Hearthstone and gaming spreadsheets. Um, like it doesn't matter what it's about, what it's or for, or even one. what game it's for. <laughs> Firebat will have a spreadsheet yeah. that helps you dramatically. In any game, and it's it's kind of weird, and I, I like it because I like spreadsheets. Used to be my job. I mean, th- this so. isn't even like rocket science, guys. But but still, people go and just like write on their stupid face piece of paper, you know. And, and there's no order to it, you know. No no note, ta- way of note doing taking it, so, is a yeah. skill, and it, that's just it's a fact. Amazing. Like, it's literally yeah. a skill. And you're yeah. allowed to do it this year, so you have to practice it so that you can do it. I don't know if you're allowed to bring in your own little pre-made. Thing probably with boxes not. for organized note taking, so you're probably not. So I probably have to recreate but, that. But, but so, yeah. by the looks of things, it wasn't the most complicated format in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. It's not like a rocket science or anything. But that's a compliment, but, right? Because if you need yeah. to recreate it, you can. Yeah, that's the key yeah. thing, right? But as but someone that takes that. notes and tries to hand track, knowing what's in someone's hand is generally not super useful in the current Hearthstone format. That could change based on, you know, how the cards interact and stuff. But most of the time, people play on Curve and Hearthstone, and there's very few decks that are holding anything back for secret surprises, you know? And uh, it's very rare that you can gain information that's super impactful, especially when you have to spend three mana to gain that information, because when you need that information or you need to scout for that information, it's because it's applicable right now. And spending three mana to try and discover that information is well. I mean, you're, you're getting than more ideal. than that. I mean, you're actually getting a you know card draw. Right. You're getting you're a tool. Every, I mean, so yeah. I, I value it as like a three mana three two draw card. But I think that uh, most of the time, when you copy a card from your opponent's hand, 
it's going to be a card that doesn't fit well with your game plan. Yeah. So it's a good card for mirror matches. <laughs> All right. I, I think well, it's again. like a, a mediocre draw card is how I see it. It's like a mediocre kind of value generation. My, my stamp on it is the card is cool. It's cool. I, I, I like the okay, idea what, of the card. What, what, what's better, Camellias or this? This. No, no, no. You, you is... Camellias, so you know when to play this and steal the card you want. Come on. Yeah, when, all, when your entire hand is cards that figure out what their hand is doing, you no longer are left with cards that can react to what's in their hand. Oh, That's, that would be hilarious. So. Oh, God. Uh, all right, let's talk about Forbidden rather... Words. What do you think Forbidden Words? How how does really this rank up insane. there in terms of... Okay. Really, really, really good. Most of the time, minions in Hearthstone um, have a lot less attack than health because health is a better stat than attack in most cases. So this just trades favorably with, I would say, an average amount of creatures in the game. Like mm -hmm. it, I, I, The best ideal scenario that comes to the top of my head is if they play Tundra Rhino and you get to just kill it for two mana. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, pretty it's, one of the reasons, it's one of the reasons I talked about like priests just having good cards now. Because, like, imagine you play one of your big game-winning threats, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's dead. Yeah. It's, imagine well, you play four, yeah, you know, four dead, twelve, okay. the Caligos thing, right? And then yeah, they get to play six-mana, kill your Caligos. You know, they play six-mana worth of stuff and then kill your Caligos and just pull ahead on tempo against Caligos. Or at least break even. It's absurd. Like, there aren't so. many cards in the game that just kill a thing. No matter what that thing is, pretty much, right? Because not many cards are going to have more than ten attack, right? So, like, there's not many cards in the game that just kill a thing. And something this flexible, like you just said, you can end up with five mana left. It's like a BG old BGH sometimes, where you kill a big thing or you kill a reasonable size thing, and then get to play something else. So, this card's just really good. Crazy yeah. flexible, man. Crazy, crazy flexible. Mid range tempo priest seems good. Priest, solid. There you go. just yeah. big good things. These yep. two drops are pretty dang good too. I I'm I still don't know how I feel about some of the lackey cards, but you know lackeys are definitely solid. But when you give up tempo for it a bit, it, it, it you know make makes you think about it a little bit. But this one copies a death rattle, and we we have like another obsidian statue like death rattle. I think in the neutral pool, right? Yeah, it's only a two six though, so. Yeah, yeah. it's still getting the ability <laughs> to remove a minion. Like no, this yeah. this. Wait, there is, there is a good taunt one though. Have you seen a yeah, taunt? It's, it's a taunt two six. No, Death there's, there's, a, there's a tunnel it, blaster, which is a seven mana three seven taunt. Oh, but the oh, death rattle deals three damage to all minions like that. It's how about this on safeguard? Yeah. <laughs> safeguard. I mean, oh safeguard. That's a <laughs> great. Shadowy, card. I love that card. Dude. Shadowy figure reminds me of the three mana two three that creates a one one copy of a minion, right? So okay, okay, yeah. I don't know. It's it's like a, it's kind of like that. It yeah. finds its way into some unique scenarios, but I I don't see it as standalone, just good, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they like those two Wait. two priests. Hey, yeah. the the minion has to be on board, right? Yeah, yeah it has to be on board. All right, there you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. I was just wondering if like uh, the the two death two one death rattle that pulls a card and so on so on that pulls another death rattle maybe you could start like heavy cycling but if the minion has to be on board then suddenly you're asking well maybe like even coffin you know coffin crushers right coffin crasher crasher crap and crasher i mean you could just be 
you know, like mm -hmm. death rattle when another death rattle card comes out, right? Like it's you could definitely do a lot of tempo things even with that. Um, okay, let's see. Next oh, one. Are we on the spicy one now? Okay, oh, this, this is like class. Raven's favorite. Freaking Rogue. Rogue is definitely... I didn't actually get a chance to look closely at these cards. So lots of lackey stuff for sure. Um, and then what would you say the theme is, Raven? Um, so a lot of this is very much the, the thief theme and i am extremely happy that they've announced for those you don't know um the previous thieving cards from rogue copied it from your opponent's class uh, the problem was that if you played a rogue mirror then the cards that say use cards or do something with these cards from a different class didn't work because you were the rogue and they were the rogue they have fixed that now so um it's all it's basically random class or whatever most of the time. Most importantly, tests will work going forward in the rogue mirror, which will be nice. Uh, but here is is nutty. It's a lot of thievery, but also just a lot of just cheating stuff, which is what rogue's pretty good at. High Sparrow and Togwaggle is I think completely broken, um, along with cards like prep and togwaggle scheme, uh, mm -hmm. as well as some other things, even daring escape, which we can touch on. But one of the cards that just got revealed this stream was Waggle Pick. Uh, one, uh, I'm, I'm going to end up making jokes about that card's name on stream, which, so be prepared for me to maybe be sacked from Blizzard at some point, because um, <laughs> I can make up some funny things about that. But that card seems real good and was a big surprise for me. I didn't expect them to get given a weapon like that. Yeah, so this is what? Return a friend... So Waggle Pick is a 4-mana, four, four, 4 damage, 2 durability, death rattle, return a random friendly minion to your hand, and it costs two less. So it's like a shadow step right. kind of thing. It, it reads, deal a lot of damage with Leroy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and the weapon deals eight. Yeah, yeah, you just <laughs> weapon him for eight and Leroy him twice, you're at that's 20. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. You're almost there. And then oh just God. play another shadow step. <laughs> and then just yeah. keep going with Leroy next turn. I don't know. Like it, it seems really good, but also you can do things like Play the weapon, swing uh, on 405, swing, and then play High Sparrow and Togwaggle if you have a lackey, and then swing and try and get it back. I don't, there's just like a ton of things you can do with this weapon that could be it, really valuable. And I'm literally I, just doing this at a glance. I've not even had yeah. thought about it. It'll be, it'll be right. really cool that your opponent can, or like if you are the opponent, you can ooze this too and just you know basically right. affect their tempo as well right when they have no control over it that could be an interesting dynamic too so yeah definitely right. a really cool card yeah it gets blown up by ooze that's for sure but i think the the highlight cards for me from rogue are vendetta and underbelly fence those yeah, cards seem both super nutty because yeah. um two mana three fours with rush you know totem golems with rush are very good at winning the board early on and uh blink fox still exists so, like, there's some cards that are, like, pretty playable that can just give you a card from well, another class. So you don't got to go full meme with it. And then you can just build a tempo deck using Underbelly Fence and Vendetta. The, you know the set of cards they added a while ago because they took so many out? Um, isn't right. one and of them one, one, one mana create yeah. a random uh, card? From uh, a, the, the, another class, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that would work. Yeah. Um, with it, I don't know if you go as far to play that card, but maybe that card's pretty terrible. But uh, oh, it, 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 it's just about how um, uh, sort of stable you want the fence to be, right? Early on, That's, right. I, and I don't know. But wait, how how yeah. much? Like, how expensive is that card you're talking about? 
one. With one? They're okay. all the, the random one mana cards that were added. Um, yeah, hallucination oh, is removed, right, right, so right, right, right. Okay, you can't do hallucination, unfortunately. But yeah, I think it's called like Thief, that yeah. card. And so that card's available. There's not a huge amount of Thief cards that you're really excited about playing, like Hench Clan Burglars, pretty meh. I wonder if like the that, Echo but... one is just good. Is that that's still in, right? The it's Echo pocket. one? Yeah, two yeah. mana Echo for it. Me? Me? Right? Like, it's like... Yeah. It, it's close, it makes right? it kind of close, but um, yeah, if there was like Swash Burglar, this no. would obviously oh, be nuts. Man, be broken. Insane, like, but I do think there. you'd probably give it a shot just playing like um, Blink Fox and Thief with some Vendettas and some Underbelly Fences, and you probably connect together I mean, a lot you, of tempo. You could scheme off of your, your opponent right off the bat if you wanted to use him that way, right? I mean, you can choose any his minions, right? Yeah, that's... That's that, that well, you have to be right? holding it. You'd have to draw it. <laughs> yeah, you have to draw it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One thing I'll ask here, do you think Tog's going to get extremely nerfed extremely quickly? Because um, with prep, Tog. you just break the game, right? I don't think it will get nerfed. It seems good. It doesn't seem insane. Okay. So do you, like my worry is how many games end up happening of turn seven Tog, Lackey, Prep, Treasure win, pretty much. Like that, that's, just, that's just a question. The treasure doesn't always win the game. A lot of people do really powerful stuff. And that's a, you know, a two-card combo that requires a Lackey on the field as well, so kind of like a two-and-a-half-card combo. Yeah. I'm yeah, just wondering. So, I'm not saying it 100% will be. I'm just generally wondering opinions because, to me, I feel like we could see a decent chunk of games where that happens, and then the you know draw three, make them cost zero, do the pyroblasts or whatever, summon legendaries well, or whatever. You know, it seems like draw three, make them cost zero. Sounds like it's probably wouldn't even be that good in that deck. You're running preps and backstabs, yeah. and you're probably highest cost minion is the tog waggle, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, so I just mean a being lot able of the to play three more cards that same turn. Oh, okay, sure, sure. That's like, good because that's crazy. Yeah, right? it is going to be good. Also, it there, sounds there. good. But it doesn't sound as good as Myris. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, yeah. in like the current forms of Rogue right now, they already do the whole Myris thing. This is like well, another Myris. My thing as well is um, you don't even discover, right? You actually choose which treasure you want every yeah. time. So, for Sometimes. example, like, Why not have both? don't you like <laughs> discover a legendary and make two copies of it, right? Along with right. having the Tog on board at the same time. Like, to me, that seems like pretty bat breaking in most game, most matches. Oh yeah, it sounds really powerful, but it's not unheard of for there to be seven mana three card combos that are game breaking and cause you to win. Sure. I think it will probably cause you to win if you kept up on tempo and then did that. Yeah. But sure. I mean that's been true in Hearthstone a lot. Three card combos on turn seven win games all the time. In high now. Spiteful something around. Heist Baron's got some cool cards, though. Yeah. Heist uh, Baron Togwaga, by the way, is a six mana five five legendary. Battlecry, if you control a lackey, choose a fantastic treasure, which is I like one the, of the treasures also, that, that we saw in the past. You know, like with. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's the treasures from. Is it, is it from Marin or Marin the Fox? Fox? Or, yeah, it's from Marin. Okay, yeah. it's from Marin. It's right. the couple so you can, Yeah, you can get two, co two random. Discover a random legendary and get two copies of it, or you can get the golden monkey, which turns your hand into random legendaries and is a three mana six six. Or you can get um, what's the other ones? By the power of Google. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we were uh, just talking about them. Oh, yeah. So draw a card, fill your hand with copies of it, draw three cards, reduce them to zero, discover a legendary minion, summon two copies, and then uh, yeah. Cobalt, uh, Golden Cobalt, which is a three minus six, six taunt. Valkyrie replace your hand with legendary minions. Yeah. Right, so, so you're Super. pretty much always going to pick the make two legendaries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 Unless it's in some kind of combo deck with like Maligos or something, you might want to use one to draw three as a guess, but that's extreme. So. Yeah. yeah. Rogue has some sweet late game stuff. It's just as Rogue, oftentimes you don't make it to the late game. And I think this could potentially fall into that category where it's like awesome if you get there, but it's. It's a lot of setup to get to to be able to actually make it right. happen and have it work. And same thing with Tech Nas Whiskerer. Like that thing's sweet. Mm -hmm. If you're able to do that with like uh, academic espionage, yeah, yeah, you get ten one cast cards in your hand that are pretty, pretty sweet. sweet. Or pogo bunnies. Or yeah, pogo yeah, hoppers pogo and stuff like one. that. Yeah. What do you think so. about an unidentified contract? Because we, we saw that a little it's bit really in, the, in the first uh, one. Because this can be different things, right? Like, it's... Yeah. I forgot what the... So it's, um, it's, like, it's uh, either destroy a minion, summon a 1-1 one, one patient assassin. Destroy a minion, it deals its damage to adjacent minions. Right. So, like, betrayal. Oh, God, destroy so a minion, add a copy of it to your hand. And destroy a minion, add two coins to your hand. Which so, all... Pre all <laughs> that sucks. What? Two coins? Two, would you want two coins? That late Coins are not pretty good in Rogue. I think the card's know. pretty terrible because it costs yeah. six and it does the same thing as a four cost card and a two cost card and a five cost card. <laughs> so the yeah, rogue has a lot of access to single target yeah, removal. Exactly. They've sap, walk the plank, and assassinate. And I think all of those are probably more desirable than this card. I think it's important that uh, there there is the the removal available, but yeah, rogue kind of kind of has it. I just wonder if the effects are ever just out, outweigh if the mana cost outweigh the effects. Well, if the effect was like you always get two coins, card would be insane because then you can plan around the two coins and build some sort of weird Malago stack. Yeah. But it, yeah, no. And if the effect was always one of the like really good ones, like if it always made a patient assassin, I think it'd probably be pretty cool. <laughs> or if it so, always wait, did wait, the betrayal wait. one. But, this... uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not that any of them are actually you think are bad. It's that you don't get to pick. Well, you can't plan around the you consistency, so that makes too. some of the outcomes not as good. Yeah. And then I think the cards just cost too much mana. It, it's not efficient. It's a value card in Rogue, and it's a value yeah. removal. So, like, it's, it's a fair card actually, and that's usually bad. Uh, I think that, right. that's a good way to describe it. Sure. What you're getting is about a two mana, whatever you get, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering if you like so assassinates five mana, right? So right. that was one of the cards. We don't play that yeah, we don't play all. assassinate. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I know. Yeah. So like assassinates five mana, so we're scratching that. Um what the plank they have to be undamaged for four mana, right? Or sap. Yeah, too. but it I generally mean, kills like... everything at around yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 generally just trying to work out whether the mana cost is just fine. I think I don't know. I think it's okay. Which means uh, it's whether not it gets good. played, I don't well, know. Which means it's not. The more you have to wait to remove something, too, the worse it gets. So, like, you're yeah. getting other effects added on to it that are offsetting its mana cost, but like removal that's cheap is better than removal that's expensive. Yeah, that's like killing thing. things earlier and more flexibly is very powerful. So, like, 
cards that have often seen a lot of player cards that remove things at a very cheap price, but have a drawback, things like mulch and naturalize, because flexible removal is insane because you can develop things that give yourself tempo alongside of it. Whereas this is removal with added value attached to it, which is almost always terrible, like siphon soul and stuff like that, because you want to be doing your own stuff while removing their thing. You don't want to be generating value while removing because the basis of tempo and the basis of the whole game is kill their guy while putting your own guy in place so that they are forced in a situation where they have to do the same thing. Right. So, yeah, I think these style of cards are almost always just terrible. So, so do you guys like the lackeys? I mean, outside of the one that actually gives you the minions, I mean, obviously, no, no question that's a good one, right? But, but do you like just the lackeys generally and the chances of getting the, the good ones? Like, is, are they good enough to play? Like, like the evil miscreant. Is that a good card? Yeah, that card's nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one five for three mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, mean, yeah. I think like the, the biggest thing for me is, uh, especially in Rogue, that gains you also two one mana. You have to combo it, of course. But that gains you two one mana cards to then keep comboing things with. The one mana cards also do something and are minions, which you can make some level of use of. Mm -hmm. Also, it means... You can always do something. I think that's the the lackeys are kind of the extension of a hero power, in my opinion. Of like, well, you can if stuff generates lackeys, then the lackeys are going to either generate something else or generate an effect. So you can always keep playing them. You like always effectively drawing cards, which I think is a good thing. How powerful they're going to be right now? I think that card specifically is good because sometimes you want just a one five on three anyway. You know, just, just well, to play you're as a need that for matchups. So, yeah. But um but I think like that card's good. I'm not sure how good the luckies are overall, but I like the idea of having stuff to do mm -hmm. in, in the game and in your hands. You don't have to always have to try and run crazy truck card draw. Okay, let's uh let's move on to Shaman. And Shaman is the new Murloc class. Who knew? <laughs> Until today, for the most part. I didn't actually realize they were going to get so many Murloc things today. But this was the one class that had probably five cards, I think, that weren't revealed yet. And almost all of them had to do with Murloc, which was pretty interesting. So clearly a huge theme for for uh, Shaman. But, um, you know, I think one of the things going into this expansion, this reset, was just how is Shaman going to win games? You know, like, they, they've got definitely some very interesting value healing and, and some even still some removal left over. But how are they going to win games? And I, I guess the answer to that is going wide with Murlocs and, you know, going with Bloodlust, you know, old school. So what y'all's take on Shaman, you know, and, and what you've seen I'm so far? I'm glad Flametongue got nerfed. <laughs> Dude, seriously this, oh my i God. mentioned earlier aggro is looking pretty good this expansion this deck is going to be the one you're afraid of on ladder i think as a yeah. as an easy deck to build it's straightforward toss all the bloody murlocs in and yeah. then yeah. and then honestly I, I kind of again believe in the deck we saw on stream to a certain extent i think you put haggard through in almost every single shaman deck you ever make because I think it's just decent. The, the mm -hmm. power level of the cards you get of two it's spells, cool one card, aimed and man. one neutral, is insane. And it's a great finisher uh, for late game and, and value generation. Um, but in general, like that underbelly angler is just... Murlocs are supposed to run out of stuff, and with that and Soul of the Murloc, they don't, and it scares me. And then on top of that, like even just mutates pretty good, but there's a neutral Murloc that's insane in this set as well. Which the, one uh, 
there's one that there well there's two insane neutral murloc ones there's one that's riding a stone tusk boar which i think is very flavorful and funny <laughs> and then there's a one two that just nice. gives a murloc poison just straight oh, up yeah. oh, one mana one two crazy. kill crazy. anything crazy. if you have the board yeah, yeah. that card is <laughs> Absolutely broken. And, and I heard you should have the board when you play Murlocs and have a Death Rattle Summon a 1 1 Murloc team minions. Yeah. Yes. Like even Scargill, your Murlocs cost one. I mean, geez, that's nice. Also, as well, I, I wonder if um, the four, four mana draw of five or more drop comes into play in this deck because you can just guarantee Bloodlust. Or not guarantee, but you know, you have more draws for Bloodlust in this deck. Huh. Seems pretty good because you, so, what, what late, you're not running late spells in this deck, are you? So you run Bloodlust only. As five plus, and then you just play like effectively four bloodless in your deck. Yeah, I just right. I just want to point out that compare That's soul broken, yeah. soul. <laughs> can we compare soul of the murloc for two mana to that whatever that spell was where you turn them into totems? Soul of the forest. <laughs> no, no, the one oh, you turn them into totems. Right? Totems. Yeah, yeah it's just like it's yeah. there, I mean, so. it's not. Would you like a <laughs> tribe and some damage attached to <laughs> yeah, that spell? Thank you. <laughs> this is like so much better. Crazy, crazy much better. But um, but yeah, Swamp Queen Hagatha with like Stormbringer. You know, like Kibler did Stormbringer today. Oh my god, that's like crazy. Yeah. I didn't even see the lightning bolt. Where, where did the lightning bolt go go in that? Did it did it actually happen when you played it? No clue. Didn't even look. Because the the Hagatha gets one. Oh no no! It, it wasn't lightning bolt. It was a uh, voodoo. Oh, thingy. yeah, he picked Voodoo. He didn't pick Lightning. Okay, yep. that's right. That's right. But the, yeah. the craziest thing with Tagatha is that, uh, for those who don't know, the first Discover is a targeted spell, Lightning Bolt, Lava, yeah. uh, lava Burst, right. etc. When you aim with your cursor, the second yeah. spell is um, a non-targeted. So when you bring those two pools down, you can get a pretty steady selection of options, right? Like, it, it's hmm. kind of scary because you look at uh, the non-targetable, like, uh, you know, Bloodlust, for example, right. that we saw. Uh, it's just it's just kind of nutty. And then there's some removal if you need it that's non-targetable. I mean... Yeah, yeah but it's 14 mana. I, I'm not sold on that card yet, but really? I am really interested in... The Underbelly Angler seems insane, and then Soul of the Murloc just actually seems busted. <laughs> so, I mean, Soul of the Forest. You can kill it twice. So like, scary. Yeah, yeah Soul, Soul of the Forest four. is almost yeah. broken in Druid, and like this is half the cost. It just fits so flexibly while you're developing minions. If you have like two things stick, you can probably play two more things alongside this, and then play Soul of the Murloc. It's so nutty. And they're Murlocs. They bring back Murlocs. It's unfair. So, <laughs> like they, they bring back the tribe. That's something they normally don't do with those spells. Right. There's no Megasaur anymore, no. which is good Thank because God. otherwise this would be just wrong. <laughs> but uh, they oh, still wow. have War Leader, uh, and it's pretty terrifying. I think Murloc Aggro is just good. Yeah, and, and I think Raven, you're right. It's easy to build. I mean, it's it's old school like Murloc Paladin. You know, it's just going to be very mm -hmm. straightforward to play. A little bit cooler than than Murloc Paladin, but I want to see Archmage Vargoth yeah. with the uh, yeah. with the <laughs> Murloc spell. So, so on top of that, you know, on top of the aggro uh, line that they have now with just archetype wise, look at this. Look at this heal spell. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. which is, I mean, basically you get twenty heal off of that. Uh, if you can just cast well, it over and over again, right? Like, yeah, they have a lot of healing. It's just they lack some AOE still in Shaman. Like they have Hagatha's scheme, but they're losing Volcano. And I, I think honestly, Volcano is probably a stronger card against Aggro than Hagatha's scheme is because it's just online right away on turn five. Whereas Hagatha's scheme, you know, you got to wait towards the later stages of the game, and maybe by then Aggro's already killed you. 
So um, I think Shaman might have a, a bit of a struggle in a controlling style beating up on aggro because of just the loss of Volcano alone and how powerful that card is against aggressive to mid-range decks. Do you think they just needed to widen the pool of not aggressive spells? I don't know. I think it's a good card. It's <laughs> no, just, I mean, it's Agatha's a good. slow card. Haggadah Scheme is a really good yeah. card. It's just, it's not good for Sazegro because you need to basically have it in your opening hand to make it effective against Agro because right. you need to play it turn five versus Agro. Yeah. So. And it's not cheap either because you all turn at that point as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it, so unless it's killing everything on turn five, well, you're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You might still have to win like Wild Pyro and some stuff like that. So yeah, Muck, they, Muck more... Oh, go ahead. Yep. Uh, that's what I say. Witches Brew can work really well with uh, Wild Pyro because it can restore anything, right? It's not yeah. just to only your hero. So yeah, you can go like Wild Pyro oh, and then true. just keep chaining it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So that's pretty nutty. Yeah, that's four. But again, yeah. it's a lot of mana. Yeah. It's still so worth the board, though. <laughs> super <laughs> slow. Unless you're going aggro Murlocs. <laughs> it's pretty nice to be able to go either or, you know, like in, in a clash, just having that option. Muck Morpher, any, any initial thoughts on abusing this? Like Malagos or I, I, anything? I thought this card was busted because I thought just looking at the art, it was some kind of Murloc. And I was like, oh no, Scargill, Muck Morpher, Muck Morpher into two Malagos <laughs> no, and then no something. Yeah, that was, and I thought it wasn't a Murloc and was like, thank you, Blizzard. Someone, someone had sense. But even as just a five drop, like maybe... Uh, there's some combos, but I'm I mean, not, I'm could not, you play it in a Murloc? I mean, Underbelly Angler and Scargill, these these are not battle cries or death route. I mean, these are just straight up, you, you know, abilities. As long as it's a four four copy, so it doesn't turn into like a two three or something. Yeah, turn yeah, you still be drawing, you know, after you play a well, Murloc. I don't know. Just it seems like a really exciting card, and if you're gonna make, gonna make control shaman work, I think it's probably gonna be one of the pieces inside of it that makes it happen. Mm -hmm. yeah, pulling like a Zillix or something seems pretty sweet because mm, yeah. <laughs> you would get uh, life steal, rush, divine shield, four four, which is yeah. pretty nutty. Or even just with walking fountain, it can be really cool. You know, if your deck is just Zillix, two walking fountains, and some muck morphers. And you just hit those things on five, and every single time you get to turn five, you're like, boom, heal for Again. So eight, much heal. kill your guy. I, I just want to see <laughs> that deck, and the Muck Morpha transforms into a Muck Morpha. Yeah, that's the downside, right? That's <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen. See, and then I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> concede. It's like, next, Q next game. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely cool, though. So that card is one that you can always see them in sets. One day, that card's going to be busted. It like might, one one yeah. day it's gonna be yeah. broken when there's a someone will find a way yeah just a lich king or something i don't know some, something that's just crazy great value all right warlock okay we've got lots of imps and demons and things like that today shown on stream so i think um, warlock's probably one of the classes that i think looks the coolest mm -hmm. with all yeah. the directions they can kind of go with like they have like a controlling style that they could maybe do with um the fell lord v-trug plus plot twist mm -hmm. so you kind of like a turn 10 you get this out and then you plot twist to shuffle your whole hand in and then draw that many cards and then it and, summons out copies with brush and you can and be also, drawing into the uh um, the brood mothers what with that whole thing so like the brood mother can just be a card that you keep plot twisting back into your deck and then redrawing to heal Oh my god, we just, like about, weird mechanics we just talked about three anymore. cards in a row here in this combo. It's yeah, it's a, it's a cool like thing yeah. that we've never seen before, but like the on-draw combos and then throwing things back in your deck for the purpose of drawing it 
for the on draw combo because it falls into this weird area where you're not spending mana to accomplish something, which is kind of crazy in a card game because like mana is your main way of economy in the game. So yeah, when you get to bypass that, it can be pretty sweet and it's definitely. Also, there's the typical Felod Betrug lives for a turn, then you arch villain reform, and then plot twist, and then uh, just play loads of legendaries. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious. also just a small note oh. with the Betrug thing. There's plot twist as you mentioned. Plot twist, I think, is an absolutely busted card. That yeah. card kind of exists in other card games, and it's always just amazing. Oh, don't we really like this hand? Once two this mana, draw a yeah, new hand. It's just yeah. um, but also a. Uh, Felllord and Solarium as well is actually pretty decent. Uh, Solarium being a card that you could play quite well with that. With, yeah, with the Felllord too. Because yeah, you, you draw them, right? So you draw it's them, some of them, and then you have yeah. three to play if you want or don't, whatever. But one mana, create three rushes that die at the end of the turn, as well as Felllord. Like even, even if you don't play any of them and discard them, it ain't that bad, right? <laughs> like, yeah, That's so crazy. the crazy, crazy stuff happening with Control Warlock looks really sweet, and then on the other side of things, the uh, the Zoo, zoo ain't too bad. stuff. Ain't too bad, too. <laughs> yes, yeah. Zoo's pretty good. The the Imps, you can make a ton of Imps, and then Inferno to, like, if your Imps stick and they try to develop into it in, like, an aggro mirror, you just kill their board and then kill them, which is it could be kind of interesting. Um, there, there's, well a, as, there's a neutral I, card that fills both sides with Imps, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question, right? And Sea Giant is a card you could play. <laughs> or like, Inferno just wipes that the other side out. <laughs> Like, yeah, so is crazy. there ever a reform scheme darkest hour deck where you play those spells and just a set minion count, shuffle them back in with plot twist, and then just play reform scheme and darkest hour? Oh my god, I'm getting oh my god, okay. So you summon <laughs> right, X you amount summon... of imps with the scheme, and right. then darkest hour on the same turn destroys all your it minions, destroys them all, summons random minions from your deck. That's what it does, right? Like, that hour. seems like. And then, and then wait, what do you do after Dark as Hour? What do you do after Dark as Hour? Then you have a load of massive minions from your deck. Yeah. Well, is there some way that you can make them all kill them instantly? Because you're going to need to kill them with them. Huh? Well, what if they're just like vo void lords and stuff? I don't know. I'm yeah. Thinking, if you were farm scheme seven minions and you have a deck that's like got x amount of big guys in that are just a pain in the ass somehow then that's what just like two cards that do it have a very big turn right fill your board with big dudes yeah it's another win condition for like a controlling warlock you slow yeah. down the game a bunch and then do that it's but yes yeah because there's some way you can create like a combo like how cloning gallery priest does it yeah yeah, yeah. and then it's like tier one but yeah that's the trick is finding it right i, I, I just see it because so. like plot twist oh i've, I've drawn the bad minions Boop. Put them back in the deck. That's like, crazy. That's really powerful, turn, and then you just too. wait. Yeah. Like it, it's potentially pretty cool. Like because Darkest Hour is such a sick card. I don't know why. I just like it. It's just well. I mean, it goes well with Rafonski. I mean, it goes so, well right. when you're talking about imps. You know, are the imps one costed? Yeah, I'm I think sure. they're one, yeah one mana one one imps. Yeah, oh, okay. they're just an you imp. can give them a magic carpet ride, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, they're, they're played right so carpet says play oh summon. it's play only not summon that would have been sick that would be so sick oh my god <laughs> these are broken things a whole man. new world duet <laughs> world. that's all we want in life oh, they totally need that to, video right now they need to yeah. incorporate that into the soundboard for you, for you but yeah I, I don't know like that reform scheme darkest hour seems super exciting it's something I'm definitely going to try somehow 
Yeah, so Warlock's pretty crazy sick here with um, just I mean, all these combos. I didn't even think about some of these combos you guys were mentioning. It's just insane. And not to mention, I mean, there are little things too that are just nice. Like you, you mentioned Broodmother here with like the ability to kind of res- just uh, heal yourself. And Yeah. Um, see, the Jumbo oh. Imp, is this any good? This is the one that Crip was saying should have been in the Imp Giant. They totally misnamed this, which I actually kind of agree on that. But it costs one less when a friendly minion dies. It's it's almost like a, it's like uh, quarter creepers or sea giantish or yeah. something something like that, right? Like it, in, in terms of it, it's going to be really Seems cheap when you play. Tough to make that guy work because yeah. there's not a lot of demons that are cheap and easy to have die, right? I don't know. Maybe you put it in zoo and it finds its way, but it's well, not just. It's, it has to be in your hand. Yeah, I mean, you, you just do what Raven was talking about. <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> Rafan scheme the darkest yeah. hour into Jumbo Imp, right? Like, it's could you could you do that at seven? No, I guess that's still only that's still three. You wouldn't be able to do. It yeah, more. you still need even more work than that. That's like, true. It just, you need a few more. That means this card has just been sitting in your hand for the entire game, waiting for that combo to happen. It just doesn't. See, it seems very difficult to have it happen, and I'd probably rather just play a Sea Giant. And I would probably, you know, try and just go reform scheme, drop the sea giant. It's yeah. just faster. The, the, the problem is you they, they they want you to play a deck that is normally quite aggressive whilst holding an unplayable card from the start of the game, which goes against it, right? Like you you don't want to have an unplayable card in an aggro deck. What can um, we do with giant demons? Is there anything giant demons do right now? Because the way I could see this working is if there's a payoff for having a giant demon. But there's nothing that like buffs giant demons in a way that's desirable. So I don't know. It seems like well, a lot the, of setup for the, very little payoff. The, yeah. the, the, they were doing the thing with the is it the uh, void dude, the two mana two two that plus one plus one to uh, demons in hand. They were doing something plus one with, plus. Oh, okay. The oh, yeah, the hand right, buff right, right. because yeah, we ain't playing Kelseth anymore. Yeah, that's right? like a neutral. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> oh, that's a good point. Does the thingy card get good now? I'm actually going to open up Warlock so I can see some things. But um, mm. well, well, is well, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, oh, huh? Does Spirit of the Bat ever get good now? I doubt it. After a friendly minion dies, give a minion your hand plus one plus one. If we're summoning imps, mm, I don't think that's that's still yeah. that's good. We don't have a lot enough stuff that summons things. I don't think it's yeah. it's just too much loss of tempo. Uh, oh, I hope that card gets good now. Blood Troll Sapper. I want that card to be good. Okay. All right. Let's 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 move on to Warrior here. All right, uh, Warrior. I I think I missed this today. I didn't actually see their their Warrior. Um, battle if they had one today I'm not, um so I, i'm i'm not sure which ones the new ones are but in general warrior any any theme you guys see besides the i, I know the bomb is definitely a, a big thing in terms of uh you know like blastmaster boom and and those things which we saw in previous reveals but anything mm-hmm. today that was new uh, the okay. sweeping strikes was new um and vicious scrap hound and i believe was Dimensional Ripper new as well? Uh, no, that no, was already revealed. Okay. Yeah. If any damage is next to the home or this. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's interesting. So that, it gives a minion cleave essentially. Yeah, that's pretty like the... good. That's <laughs> that's quite good if you. Yeah. What's good is it? It's constant as well, right? Right. It's yeah. a lot better than betrayal, and well, it costs about the same amount, so it's sure. pretty similar. 
because it gets to persist afterwards a lot of the time. But at the same time, it still has a lot of conditional for this removal effect. Uh, it even requires you to have the board as a warrior, which is a bummer because that never happens. But you can use it with Zilliax for some sweet heal. Because mm, yes. if you put it on Zilliax, it's going to heal you for nine, right? If there's three minions. Oh my god, Kilogram Kilogram and Chad just rep uh, recommended sweeping strikes on Akali. Oh, the rhino? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Against like a Murloc deck or something? Oh, that'd be disgusting. Wait, will it pull three things then? Uh, yeah. I guess right? if it overkills yeah, all of them, it sure. Yeah, it, kill, it overkills all of them. It gets three things and it buffs them. I actually think I will, like, Warrior feels lackluster to me because I just don't believe in this bomb life, unfortunately. Um, I don't believe it's going to be good. But Omega Devastator actually just feels like the best warrior card for me. I think Warrior would be good, but not because the cards are good, but because Dr. Boom is getting buffed really hard. As in the uh, hero, Dr. The hero, yeah. So just like controlling and discovering mechs is really good. If you stabilize against people, all of a sudden now you're discovering from like Omega Assembly, Omega Devastator, even just boom the Clockwork Goblin, the Boom well, then Reaver. Well, the legendary yeah, is sick. Yeah. And suddenly, if you're and discovering then, cards that put bombs in your opponent's deck, oh, well, right. that gets better for late game. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't That's even know if you play condition. any of these cards, but really? you just play Control Warrior and then yeah, and discovers them. them and it gets nutty. So I think Warrior is deceptively going to be kind of strong because Control mm. Warrior just seems pretty Do sweet. Dr. Boom's kind of, I mean, Dr. Boom's inconsistent, though, right? Like, you're not going to get the draw. But, but you have o Omega Assembly, right? Omega Assembly. Yeah. Omega Assembly gives you a lot, but it, it still doesn't take you into... I mean, we're about to talk about Elysiana, right? So, I mean, it, I, I don't think it takes you past that, uh, unless you just play Warrior with that, too, I guess. I, I guess that could be the case, but... Um, I just... I don't know. All I'll say is... I'd be a bummer shuffle. if that's the case for me. It's the same... That's the same type of Warrior we've been playing forever now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I think that's what Warrior will be. It'll just be Control Warrior, discovers a bunch of these really good new mechs off Omega Assembly. Like Vicious Scraphound, even, if you magnetize things onto that, all of a sudden yeah. you're gaining a lot of defensive attributes. So, like, oh. every mech that they have here is just Ziliax. absolutely... Yeah, Ziliax. <laughs> Lifesteal doubled because you gained <laughs> half of his armor That's as well. That's yeah, true. so sick. So yeah, any all, all of these mechs off of Omega Assembly are like they're pretty terrible until you make it to the turn when you are Doctor Boom and they all have rush. Right. But as soon as they all have rush, it's absolutely insane. It's like the the Stonehill thing, right? It's like. Uh, you've got to look at taunts in the meta game, regardless of whether they're playable in a deck, because Stonehill can discover them and they might be good in situations. Right. It's the same, yeah. it's the same Wait, way. What's up with I, this this card, man? Like, is this card uh, ever good? No, I think it's kind <laughs> of a bait, unless there's yeah. some sort of combo you can make, but. I don't even. Eh. Even if it was, it's uh, 10 mana. <laughs> it's, it's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if they have Rush or something because you are Dr. Boom, then all of a sudden it's 10 mana, which develops I mean, things and clears the board. The, is there still all the uh, the like, the like the big warrior cards in? You know, like... Uh, could, no, because Recruit a Friend or whatever it's called, or Recruit isn't in, is it? No. So yeah, all those cards go. So, yeah, it, that's that's just kind of a weird card then. I think that's just a fun build-a-weird card. Uh, build-a-weird deck card. Yeah, yeah. But Omega Assembly seems... Broken. <laughs> Broken right now. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, I was hoping we would see something a little bit different, but it's it's pretty hard to get away from yeah. from Max whenever they when put Pyra so and much. Dragon Warrior left. Yeah, Warrior went downhill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, so uh, let's just get to the neutrals and just kind of go through them a little bit, maybe row by row, and just um, you know anything that sticks out. And okay, so first row. Oh God, big bag. Oh, <laughs> you're in a different order than me. Oh no. Oh, am I? Okay. Oh, big, uh, big yeah, bad archmage. Here, I'll, I'll give you the link. I'll give you the link. Here. Okay. Mm. Not a good card. People say you can cheat it out, and it'd be kind of interesting. I think it would be mediocre at best when cheated out. There's probably better options for things you can cheat out. I was looking at the six drops. There's a lot of bad ones. <laughs> if you saw, yeah. them. there's a lot of them with battle cries and stuff like that. So the, the vanilla six six or six drops are pretty bad. Um, okay, Elysion. I want to talk about this card. So mm -hmm. I I think this card needs to be changed. Like I, I this is the one card, the only card out of the entire set that I think is potentially bad for the game, and, and especially the pro like just specialists and things like that yeah, um, it does seem in like control games yeah it's gonna be a problem warrior <laughs> we just talked about warrior right you just talked about warrior and all this crazy you know late game you know just value with the mechs and everything imagine if they had that card too that that could be well, bounced too they could be bounced i yeah. don't know if it how do they bounce it but yeah Brewmaster. Brewmaster. Oh, you're brewmastering it you're kind of giving up a lot of percentage points against non Control well, strategy. No, well, well, it's a it's a thingy, right? You if, uh, for tournament play, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this yeah, is the like so, card you just play when every every single everybody plays it, right? Like, oh my god. Well, and people are going to stop bringing warrior to specialist format then, because people will have in their deck that plus brewmaster, and then if you try and play control warrior against it, you lose unless you also have that plus brewmaster, right? right. And then it's a game where twenty cards Nightmare. are completely random, and that just decides everything. It's my nightmare. so nightmare. my honest yeah. hope is that either this isn't a thing because people just kill people who bring control decks because that girl mm. seems really powerful. Great. If not, if this is actually a problem, instead of nerfing or doing whatever with a card, I kind of hope they just ban it in specialist for competitive because it doesn't add anything to the game. Right. That's if it goes down the dark timeline of. Both players just bring it with bouncers and we keep rolling the dice to see who wins late games. That's just no good for anyone, right? It's no fun. Right. Like it, It's no good for pro players. It's no good for casters because it's like, let's just wait 30 turns till we get to this point. Now we see who gets the better discovers. Oh, he can re-roll his discovers. Okay. You know, like that's just rubbish, right? So I hope it just they just go, I'm not allowed to play that card. Yeah, and I think that, that would be fine. That would make Control Warrior Mirrors the worst if this I mean exists. it's nightmare it's like yeah that's ruining, what I mean it's the worst timeline <laughs> ruining like just your new grandmaster you know your debut and all that stuff. world championships I, mean, I don't even think well, even if they do want to change it I don't know if they're going to change it that quick it costs a lot of mana so there could be like a spot like brewmastering it might be impossible because you can't really afford to spend 10 mana twice <laughs> yeah. or well, 18 mana I guess without dying but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely a real possibility. Warrior C is usually tempo-y enough, though, that when you do like plays like that, they do kind of kill you. So my hope is that aggro is just good, and everyone's dead by this point, anyway. So it doesn't oh, matter. Well, the thing is, if aggro is good, warrior becomes good. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? It's good I mean, against the, the aggro. control. The control 
the good control decks are good against aggro. I mean, that's right, what they're exactly. made for. That's, that's their exactly purpose. what they're made for. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, so. I honestly just hope that they just, if it's a problem or if it's even remotely hinted at a problem, they just ban it from competitive play because no one would be upset. Like, oh. you know, no, no one's going to get upset about not rolling the dice in a mirror match on this card, right? There's also a positive timeline with this, I think, where the drawback of playing an eight mana seven seven is high enough to where, you know, the games are going kind of even and then you have to try and evaluate or create a window of opportunity to even be able to play it without dying, I think is a possibility. Because if you can just keep slamming threats at your opponent that your opponent has to keep killing, maybe they can't find a, a good window of opportunity to play it and it becomes difficult and then you have interesting gameplay still. So I do think there's a world where you have interesting gameplay against this card. I also do understand that there's a world where you're just not under enough pressure and you can play it. So yeah, yeah. yeah that one turn. Yeah. Right. If you some sometimes there's warrior mirrors where you just have tons of free turns. Sometimes there's not. It just depends what the deck ends up looking like at the end of the day. So I don't want to jump to conclusions and be like, we gotta ban it now. But I oh, mean, like I said, it was just if it gets to a problem, I hope they just make the decision. Right. Well, the good news yeah. is they can make those decisions quick now. Yeah. So that that that's that's I the just, good news. But I don't want a drawn out decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about this me too. I, like, we don't, I don't need, weeks we, of this. We don't need a month of data for this, you know? Right. Like just take well, about, you know a couple of weeks and please. Well, quite know. honestly, if they don't react quickly in Pro League, the Pro League ends. They can't take two months deciding. Yeah, yeah. Because it ends. <laughs> like that, that's as long as it lasts. That's so, true. that's a good point. Crossed. Yeah. All right, keep going here. Uh you, you guys Anything that, that pops up here. Geppetto, Geppetto we, seems awesome. We talked about Geppetto briefly. Draw Geppetto two minions so from your deck, set their attack and health, and cost one. And it's an eight mana 6-6. Six, six. Mally Velen, let's go! <laughs> oh my god, that's like nuts, man. Like crazy nuts. That's like crazy nuts, right? <laughs> it's just you have to draw them in specific orders, etc. Yeah, right. It's not yeah. as simple as that, but this card, again, just... Is such a weird effect and so powerful. Make a minion cost one is like so crazy. I, mm. I like it. Well, with with warlock, you can throw your hand back in, right? Yes, but you can it, do some shenanigans yeah. with warlock by is throwing it, your hand back in. Is there enough uh, direct but, damage to win like that with warlock? Is there is there a Mali deck with a warlock? Well, the issue is you can't throw your hand back in, then play this, because if you throw your hand back in, you've thrown this guy yeah. back in, so yeah, you still have true. to draw it in the right order true, eventually. True. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it seems like there's some convoluted combos that may exist here. Mm. I think more often than not, they're going to be too slow to see play because the rest of the set seems fairly aggressive, and this is an eight mana six six that requires you to either, yeah, it requires you to either draw your deck in the right order or draw your deck in the wrong order, play an expensive thing, send it back into your deck, and yeah. then do it. Because like, it takes like ten mana to play Malagos and then send it back into your deck as Rogue with Togwebel Scheme or something. Right. So right. It, I, I find it unlikely that it's going to create something, but with one of these kind of cards, it's always open-ended, and sometimes, you know, there's a combo that we don't immediately see that gets real crazy, so it's definitely something to watch. Mm. I uh, I just realized, guys, there's the counter to, uh, uh, how do you say your name? Alessana? Yeah, <laughs> Chef Nomi, you yeah, play yeah. it before Somebody if you're both in fatigue, then they can't play it. <laughs> Somebody said, that. Somebody said that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, someone Killigram. actually said that? Kilogram. Oh, yeah, Kilogram. I, I honestly that. didn't read that, but I'll share the credit with you on that one, friend. <laughs> so it does seem like it could work pretty well against it. The, one of the issues with Chef Nomi, though, is uh, Brawl. 
Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, not that hard to get good. Yeah, exactly. It's not that hard to get Time you Warriors never really struggled I mean, if Chef Nomi became popular, everybody would be holding cards that, that deal with Chef Nomi, you know? So... Yeah, so Geppetto, one thing about Geppetto, guys, by the way, it, it's actually drawn the actual minions, right? It, it's not it's not copy. It's actually the minions and convert them to... Right. Yeah, so that's a big, so big, big difference. Yeah. It thins the deck out, for sure. Yeah. You've also got to wonder as well, in like, uh, I, I mean, Rogue jumps to mind straight away just because the nature of the cards, but... You know, we, we saw from the brawl that was everything's one mana that Rogue does extremely broken shit when stuff's one mana. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. you know, I'm not saying this is a good card in Rogue. I have no clue. But just, you know, maybe you don't need an exact combo. Maybe you just need yeah. a deck with a lot of cards that do good stuff. Uh, right. yeah. Maybe you, know, you just need prize or whatever. There. Sure. Yeah, exactly. It is a 6-6, six, six, so like if you're using it for pure combo, you're not really getting the value of its stats at all, so it might serve better purpose in what you're saying, like a tempo deck. You just play an 8 yeah. mana, you just play it on like turn 10 and then play the 1-drops with really powerful battle cries. Sure. Yeah. Hey, what's what's Mega Wind Fairy? When, when Rolling Tempest? Is it Hit four times? Four times? Four times? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought it'd be like three. Holy shit, four? <laughs> okay. Oh my quad. I, mm. I guess there's not many things yeah. with Wind Fairy. Maybe yeah, Wind Fairy deck seems a little far off. Yeah, maybe <laughs> well, like here or my like question is there is a combo. If you've stuck a minion, you can play Wind Fury on the minion and then play this, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Wind Fury's two point. mana. You can that's two mana be, a minion and then just. That's super The cheap, finisher. Right? Yeah. Even something quad wind fury for ten mana. Now you just need a minion. Stranglehorn for... tiger. <laughs> no, it's something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Best I, I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the old Bye, days. Jove, I, had a I think you found a deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, man. that's twenty damage. That's for... I don't know. You need a, it needs to be Ravenhold assassin. Yeah, Ravenhold would finish. Oh, 28, right? That'd be no, no, yeah. Yeah, you could actually get to 25, though, right? Because you'd play two Stranglethorn Tigers before the turn 10. <laughs> yeah, you need 10 mana, so do it turn Ravenhold's 11 instead. Still more, boom, boom, boom. It doesn't matter. Ravenhold's still 28. So, yeah. Oh, that'd be, that would be hilarious. If that, <laughs> that is something to bear in mind, though. That is okay, a, let's keep going. Shaman combo deck. But Shaman's card draw kind of sucks. Yeah, for sure. Okay, anything here? Uh... Uh, just a side note, Underbelly Ooze is a patron is, warrior. Is it wait, is this an ooze that doesn't kill a weapon? Yeah, it's a patron. Okay, wow. All right. I keep an eye on patrons, guys. Wait, We've had a crazy moment with those cards. That's an expensive patron though. That's crazy. Well, if it was any cheaper, it'd be busted. <laughs> I mean, I'm even just saying, two it's a three, it's a three five though. Yeah, but even two I mean, of them might even be worth seven. It's like it could be a win condition in Warrior. Uh, some weird. Oh yeah, they, they, well they have that one card that does one damage, right? And if it lives, you get something. And and boom does. Oh no, boom does enemies, right? The one damage is only two enemies. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's keep uh, going here. I I like Tunnel Blaster. Just oh, I like it. It's a card. It's kind of Three seven that deals three to enemy. Uh, the minions. Mm, yeah. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Value wise, it seems on the. You know, like on the kind of decent. Yeah. If, if you yeah, if you need to sure. build a deck that is anti-aggro, again, you look at specialist format. Maybe this is a card you run. You know, because it, it gets there seven manners. I would say just on the cusp of being early enough against aggro to to do something, especially if it ends up being a board wipe. Dude, this card. This card looks like an insane arena card. Summon four one ones. 
I don't know, Arena. That's... <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, you're you're getting you're getting five minions and then what, a total of ten eight. That's pretty good. Like, okay. seems all right. Yeah, this, uh, this yeah. is a good demon. Fireball, portal overfiend. Shuffle three portals when you're drawn. Summon a two two demon with rush. And I'm it's guessing like you draw. Oh, three I'm you draw another card as well, though. Wait, like it's a, a five two though. It dies to a one drop. <laughs> what? Are we talking about the portal? Six mana, six mana, five, six. Right here. Portal Overlord. Oh, Portal Overlord. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, wait, wait, what are the portals again? So, there's. Just a 2 2 demon, I guess? Yeah, 2 2 demon with Rush. Oh, okay. it's, like, okay. uh, it's like the way the book uh, comes up, oh, but then okay. casts a random spell. Oh, this okay. portal will summon a 2 2 demon. I was, with thinking Rush. Like, <laughs> I was thinking like portal portals. It's, it's not like, bad as a battle cry, is it? Honestly? Like, it's actually yeah. not too shabby. It's okay. I mean,. It's no Faldori Strider, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> because that's kind of the card with the same effect, right? It's a mm -hmm. four mana four four. It shuffles three four fours. Uh, but they do have Rush, which can be and kind the of demons. interesting. But... Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what I would yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure what to super use excited about it, if I'm honest yeah. with you. It's kind of okay. Look, safeguard. I'm trying to find your big demons, okay? Fiber, I'm doing my best. <laughs> what about Safeguard? Safeguard, by far the best theme artwork like by far like the fact that yeah. he is an actual safe that's an actual that's guard too and what he does i mean that is that is like brilliant whoever came up with that but i right, mean as, as a card itself what do you think it's a card you can stick zilliax on and <laughs> yep. his death rattle is another yeah. card you can stick zilliax on so it yeah. exists <laughs> i pick it off stonehill defender no you won't because it's gone <laughs> oh shoot you yeah. get it no, off dr boom because it's a mech yeah, yeah yeah you might get it off dr boom sure um unseen saboteur do you actually think that's going to take a lot of play by that your opponent casts yeah. a spell in their hand hmm. i mean specialist formats a thing so mm. if combo decks start becoming prevalent sure it's nice to have it as an option but um seems i'd i'd be surprised pretty bad I most of the time i don't know you could use it in a control deck you think to just like kill their own point well well also well <laughs> I'm, I'm, kind of bad. As, I'm kind of wondering as well when you look at say if if you're an aggro deck and you have a board of stuff you can attack with everything it's small and then you might make a warrior shield slam or you know a, a mage fireball just well, to one or something you know what i mean like because the counter argument if i'm an aggro deck and my board stuck I'm not going to play a six mana five six. I'm going to play something that buffs my board and kills them, because <laughs> killing them is a lot better than making them shield slam something. Is silly. it though, Fireball? Well, this yes. <laughs> this this uh, card's terrible against aggro too. Just gen like yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So, oh, it's definitely a tech card. Right? Yeah. It's a tech card. Wait, You're if, only going to see it play as tech. If you wait, so if you cause your opponent to cast a spell and, it, and the spell is like generate three minions. He gets the minions, right? Or do we get the minions? Yes, he gets the minions. Oh, he God. gets the minions. Oh, man, I think you can see it in fatigue scenarios because, like, yeah. uh, you know, as in a warrior mirror, you don't want to cast shield block. Yeah. Bam, play this guy, they draw a card. Yeah. It would be funny with, like, UI, but, you know, Min Wild or whatever. <laughs> play this, make someone UI in a fatigue battle. <laughs> oh. Five cards and die. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. just like, uh, like Mage has played Antonidas, but he's on six health, but he's got fireballs in hand. You make him fireball their own face it's from lethal. Crazy, that's crazy. the sweetest one. Crazy sideboard card. I mean, obviously. Violet oh. Warden, I think, is really good. Oh, really? This is six oh. mana, four, seven with taunt and give spell damage. It just seems like it's got a lot of utility and might find its way into things. Wait, isn't that just strictly really? better than that? that isn't there a six yeah. mana four seven plus one spell damage? 
dude? The ma- the Archmage? Yeah, without taunt. Yeah, without taunt. So this and is that card's like great. almost good. <laughs> so like I think taunt's just enough to make it playable. Mm-hmm. It's a good stat line. Oh, we skipped this one. We skipped this. This is the card I was talking about earlier. Fill each player with one 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 nymph. How how bad is that? How good uh, is that? Pretty all right. Is that? If you have like, Sorry. let's say you have one minion or two minions in play that can attack, and then you play this, and then you can attack them into something and have them die, and then you just play two sea giants. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there seems to be like a lot of sea giants. They showed the combo because there's the three mana warlock card that, you can put in uh, right. which plus attack and deal one to the enemy board, right? Yeah. So it wipes the enemy's imps and yours but get it better. Would, it would buff on the turn you summon these, so you, you wouldn't be able to attack with it quite yet. Yeah, no, I think that's wrong. less but, but good. They, it's just because they, they deal with the enemy imps, that's all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, But you also then just have a bunch of two ones that are vulnerable to everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think there's a lot of applications for the things that cheat out giant clumps of stats with this card, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most importantly, Recurring Villain has the best artwork of the set, and that's just a fact. Recurring Villain? Yeah, uh, scroll down a little bit. Next, next row on your left. <laughs> what? Look at him with that mustache. Oh I love it. That's like a cold, like a like a Sherlock Holmes cold or something. Right. What's this barista? Add a copy of each of your other. Bern- oh, yeah. Okay. Seems bad. Yeah. Um. One. One. Uh, no. Archmage Vargoth is a card we're getting early, so we oh, get to yeah. play with this. I think soon. Uh, we uh, everyone gets given a copy, I believe. Uh, and and that's just kind of an interesting card. Is that, card. Crazy, with, when, uh, is that hmm? is that crazy with mage and all the the cheap spells well, they can do maybe that just gets good when you're looking at stuff like you're playing stuff like arcane missiles and the the one mana create a mage spell i mean that guy's just not bad actually he's <laughs> just pretty good in general yeah, yeah you just play him on turn four if you're head on board he usually sticks and then you play anything on turn five and you get double spell for it and you start pretty snowballing nice. <laughs> pretty nice because like it's not just once he sticks around and keeps doing that effect so they have to right. kill this yeah, two six exactly that's crazy Actually, yeah. it's a six is not an easy thing to remove at, at on turn mm-hmm. four. You know, like even it turn five. Yeah, it's very good with uh, buff cards too, like tokeny druid buff things. So you like control the board, and then you buff your entire board, and so it makes it harder to remove this. And then he buffs himself again, so he's even harder to remove. Dude, so whole board. Troll the forest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's getting nutty. Forest. Any of the also, like, I wonder. Oh no, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. Hecklebot, another. This is definitely another sideboard card. I think it might be a main deck card, actually. Main deck. Because, wow. All right. Well, it's a it's a four mana three eight taunt. So let's say you're playing against one of those Murloc decks or the Secret Paladin deck that mm-hmm. we are kind of looking at, and then you just play this. It's going to summon like a one or a two drop from their deck, some garbage, and then you have a three eight taunt, and you're threatening to Zilliax it to War Gear it. You know, mm-hmm. any sort of magnetic synergy on this thing gets pretty crazy. So. It really, we just talked about six, down, eight. <laughs> oh my god! How do you remove an eight health minion? On yeah, four? I, I'm gonna be playing my anger decks, and this yeah. is the face I'm gonna see in my nightmares. This little <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. Oh my god! Uh, all right, keep going. What do you, what? What do you guys think of uh, Proud Defender? As they were drawing comparisons to Tar Creeper. That's two. While well, you have no other minions. Oh, uh, well, hmm. way worse than Tar Creeper. You use oh, Tar Creeper. I- to protect your other minions yeah, to go it's face. Heart creeper. Yeah. But so it, this, but is it two six that maybe a four six sometimes? I mean, it, it's not bad. It's just it's 
don't mm-hmm. think it's crazy good. Or I mean, it's an, it, it's still another six health minion. It's that's pretty good at four, but it's okay. It's probably uh, it, it, it's a it, it's a good arena card for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I was just just because um they just compared it a little bit to the the style of Tar Creeper. That's all. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably just too situational, right? Maybe it's good in uh, more. Yeah, uh, maybe it's good thing. in. I wonder if it's just ever good if there's ever like a mid range style of Paladin at some point, just because you can buff it as well. So. Tar Creeper oh. was great because it was three mana. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was three mana. Uh, yeah, amazing defense like three mana. Uh, Hench Clan Hag. Oh yeah, we saw this on stream. We saw this one on stream. It's, I mean, it can work with Morocco. I mean, the amalgams, right? They're any kind of tribe. Beast, demon. Yeah, they're anything. So that there's got to be something there. It It seems good. Yeah, it's four mana, Mm -hmm. and then five five worth of stats amongst bodies with tribes, so that you can buff all of them. So yeah, seems like it's doing a lot of stuff for its mana cost, so I think it's just probably a good card that'll find a place in any sort of tribal synergy deck. Yeah, any- I really, I like the the style of Violet Spell Sword. I'm not sure if it's ever even remotely good enough, but it's definitely pretty cool, like an X6 card. Which one is if you this? look at it, oh, a four mana one. Is anything that's spell heavy? I don't know. It's cool. Plus one attack. Oh yeah, this is the okay. Yeah, and this is again one of those that that you get value so, for casting spells. You need three spells in your hand. To make it good, <laughs> that's that's a lot. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just wondering with like uh, you know like twin spells and all the discover spell, create a spell, whatever, and say mage for example, uh-huh. could it have a good enough? But I just think the other mage styles might just be arcane watcher. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize this card existed. This was in the silence uh, priest yeah. deck. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of the cards that might be able to make silence priest a thing because it fits on curve really well too. Wow, five, six, three. Oh my god. Because there's the, uh, if you scroll down as well, there's the Dala- uh, Dalaran Librarian, which activates the deck, really, the two drop. Yeah, two mana, two, three silence adjacent minions. Faceless Rager. Is, is there a high two mana health? Yeah, the zero six. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. <laughs> totally you asked. Totally <laughs> I answered worth. the question. You left at yeah, me. You did answer the reasonable. question. Thank you for answering you the question. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. the, the, I love the zero six design. Don't don't get me started. I mean, this is. I mean, this okay. is probably more of a arena card, but that's kind of interesting. I like the design of that card. Um, here's a magic carpet. <laughs> After you play one cost minion, give it a plus one attack and rush. Yeah, one, it's six. it's pretty terrible, probably because you have to actually play the cards. If it was summon, it would have so much more possibilities oh. and be really interesting. But I think if just, it was summon, I think you just play this in hunter with unleash. Screw the rush, just get plus one attack on all you. <laughs> well, if that was true, you'd play raid leader, right? But I guess it is a one six, just a lot more stats. Yeah, but yeah. Arcane Servants, just something to take note of because it's a reasonable two-drop elemental, um, just in case elemental decks exist. All the elementals rotated, though. Uh, there's still color. some. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Some uh, let's see. Mana Reservoir is a sweet design, and I wish there were more cards like it. Kind of like Carpet, I guess. Well, that's what you were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just cool because it's like it's a two-drop that isn't really going to die, that serves a purpose, that isn't to just attack things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just a cool idea. I'm not saying it's good, but I like the design of this is something I'm going to put on the board that generates power in a different way than its attack. That's all. A traditional good card is Hench Clan Hogsteed. 
Yeah, yes, that card's yeah. pretty nut. Because you get the beast synergy, you get the murloc synergy, and um, you get to kill something, and you leave something behind. So it's like Argent Horse Rider, kind of, which was a yeah. three mana, two, one, kill something, leave behind a two, one. Mm-hmm. It's two mana, so it's even faster, and it's kill something, leave a one, one behind. So it's pretty crazy. I feel like there's a third character that's missing from that picture. It, it's a murloc, it's a boar, and what else would go there normally? It's got to be... Pirate. The pirate, you think pirate? Okay. Yeah, the pirates got to get involved, right? Yeah. They'd have all three. Yeah, that'd be fun. Here's, here's a question, right, about, say, the spellbook binder. The battle cry, if you have spell damage, draw a card. Does that just mean if any minion on your board has spell damage? I'm guessing. Yeah, well, that, if you're receiving you spell damage. Yeah, if you're receiving spell damage. If you have spell okay. damage, draw a card. It's just, so, like a, yeah. it's just like a weird phrasing, right? Well, because you do not... You kind can of don't have spell damage, like you can with the uh, the weapon, right? Sure. The hunter weapon could yeah. give you oh, spell sure, power, sure, sure. so then yeah. it probably worded yeah. like that's so what works with that card. I just, wow. I just glanced at it and was like, then. "What do you mean if I have spell damage? Normally, my minions have spell damage." <laughs> but yeah, but so, yeah, two mana, three two draw a card seems good. Spell damage has got actually quite a bit of support. There's some decent spell damage minions. Mana reservoir, <laughs> zero six for two. Yeah, maybe card, it might not be horrible because you play that and it then you can sorcerer's apprentice kill stuff yeah, yeah. i mean they, they did it in, the, mage, in the spin, right? yeah for mage it's definitely something and also they can uh use that evocation to make it zero mana because it's an elemental boom okay. easy three three, yeah, three two draw card is a great card that's yes. that's a great but card spell <laughs> damage is like one of the hardest tribes yeah to get things on the board with because yeah. it's so good yeah true okay and then toxfin here this is the crazy yeah. murloc card oh my god yeah that's like the best murloc ever it's pretty nutty <laughs> wow that's saying a lot best murloc ever that's yeah i can't really argue against that it, it allows murlocs to do things you normally have to put tech cards in your deck for basically yeah. and this is yeah. the big thing right you either run hex in the murloc shaman or this guy <laughs> it's like well, you, you, you before had to wait until megasaur at four to maybe right. get something like this now you now you can get it on turn two if you wanted or three or whatever it's crazy. And, and there's the summary of a spy that Firebat was talking about earlier. Yeah. That is going to be the bane yes. of people's existence, Three, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? That is... Totem Golem's back. Yeah. With the secret Ooh. defending it, too. Yeah. It reses itself, or it gains oh, Divine Shield, or it God. gains two health, or someone dives in the way. It's yeah, like, it just doesn't that's die. nuts. That thing will it's just like doesn't die. Most decks that exist are going to, like, most of the decks that you can probably build are going to lose to the curve of secret into this. I think that's going to very limit what decks are available because your deck has to be able to beat that because that's that's a real deck. Anti-secret? Do we have any? We don't have any Eater of Secrets or anything anymore, do we? We have the guy that flares away all the secrets. Oh, yeah, the yeah, forces. The policeman. the policeman guy, oh, yeah. Inspector or something. Oh, dude, that's going to be Inspector, dude. Yeah, you can almost guarantee that'll be sideboard somewhere. That's, that's still that guy costs five, and like the damage gets done by the three four beating you up like that. It's about the turns before that. The secrets are just enabling huge clumps of stats, yeah, so it's not really about the secrets. Like against Hunter, it's more about the secrets and removing the secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Paladin, the secrets are one mana investments. Like removing them is not what's going to stop the deck. So I don't even think that tech is particularly good versus uh, like it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be super strong versus Secret Paladin. Not like Mysterious Challenger when their whole bit was they played all six secrets at once. This is just going to be incremental 
pressure that's stronger than what other decks can do. I literally don't know cards that beat that. No, did you, you just there, don't beat no that? Single, there's not a single <laughs> answer. There's no single the answer to it. That's for sure. Okay, what would beat it was a turn one elemental into Scorch. There you go. Turn one so, into Scorch. Scorch, Scorch is four, four mana deal four to a minion. It costs one if you played an elemental last turn. Oh my god. Oh, you're talking about the spell. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. sorry, the spell, yeah. I'm okay. like, yeah, that's, that's all I can find that really kills me. No, the Vendetta spell, too, is free, right? For four. That 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 one. If you, if you oh, yeah, pilfer. Lack. Yeah, yeah. Pilfer, if you have you pilfer. Yeah, if you play pilfer first, you can vendetta that guy the next turn. Oh my god! <laughs> That's that crazy. is honestly secret paladin is just going to destroy everyone. Yeah, I think secret yeah. paladin is going to be crazy strong. Oh, potion vendor, is this restoring health to all friendly characters? Anything? Anything? It seems good. It's yeah. quite powerful. I mean, circle of healing is a card we've seen have play before yeah. and this is circle of healing but only to your guys so you can take some sweet value trades doesn't seem like a great card but doesn't seem like a bad card might find a home somewhere it heals your face too namely so that's pretty sweet mm -hmm. okay well we got through them is that all the cards everyone in this i feel like they're still do they reveal it's all, all the cards? The cards. It, it's not all the cards in the set. It's all yeah. the revealed cards. Yeah, right? so they, they're mm -hmm. still gonna. They they eventually show them all to us, right? Um, right. This I thought they I thought they dumped them all. Did they? Dump I think them that was this, this was all of them, right? Yeah, this is oh, no, is this no all more of them? reveals. Okay, okay. I, I, I no more like reveals. Just not as many. Yeah, not as many neutrals for whatever reason, but um, it probably well, it's probably because if if you just uh, go on just the shadows uh, button at the top. It's split them by class, but then you can see all the... I don't know if they've updated it all yet, but there's... Oh, I don't know. Okay. I feel like a lot. Well, we got maybe. through it, man. We, we definitely made some pretty good time going through all of the cards. So um, I think we'll just take one question and we'll call it a day. So one, one question from Ahmed here for Q&A. He asks... Um, let's see. What did he ask? Uh, shoot. I thought I had it. Uh-oh. I don't think I... Maybe I still have it here. It was, I believe it was, what is your favorite tournament? I'm not sure if it was all time. Let me see. Let me just make sure. But it's definitely, it was your favorite tournament because his favorite tournament was Trinity Series. I remember seeing that. Um, Trinity Series was a cool tournament. And the production was super funny. Yeah. With all the jokes and stuff that they did at like halftimes and stuff. <laughs> when you let Doug loose on production. Yeah, the best was, uh, what was a Trinity Series that... The admirable did the freaking talk God thing, or the, the talk that talk three minutes or five minutes, whatever it was. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. What was your favorite Hearthstone tournament and why? Mine was the Trinity series at the team. It had the team mic format and the most entertaining to watch, just after expansion, and it was fresh meta. Okay, yeah. So favorite event. Uh, there's not many to choose from, at least recently. I mean, if we're talking historic. I don't think we're talking about historic. We're probably talking about most recent. Hmm. It's kind of tough. No, my most recent favorite event would probably be WSOE because yeah. it was pretty recent. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, my probably all time maybe World Championship 2014. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> really? No? I had some good results oh, there. Wow, I'm and then that one. <laughs> my favorite that's kind of far back, but not too far back because like 2014 is really far away. Probably Batstone. I don't know. The organizer yeah. of that did a really good job setting things up. I see a theme here, like with all your favorite events. 
I think um, I think outside of like world championships, because like the, the world championships are always special, right? They're always nutty and it's always a big deal. Yeah. But outside of that, because um, that's more of a work thing, uh, I actually think like uh, the seat stories of old were were pretty hype uh, because at the end of the day, it was kind of less about competitive, you know, who's the best player here in this tournament, more just about, oh, everyone who doesn't see each other that much gets to all come together, hang out, joke around, play some Hearthstone, and, and mainly have a good time. And like that was, I genuinely hope that Seat Story comes back this year. Because um, yeah. one, I think the specialist format is just different enough. Rotation seems cool. But just having everyone hang out together was a lot of fun, especially when you, you see people you don't see that often. It's always cool. Yeah, I would say it's something similar to that. I think Seat Story's always been consistently... Um, just a lot of fun and you know, just kind of a mixture of, of competitive and, and just like the memes and fun element to, to the community and all time, man, there's been so many events, dude. I have a hard time. Um, oh God, it really just depends on how you look at it. Competitive events, definitely the, it was the one after 2015. I think BlizzCon was like super good. The, the one with Tyson, uh, Oskaka, that that match, whatever, whenever that. I liked was. all the ones without oh, Firebat, personally. <laughs> <laughs> That's so brutal, oh, man. And yeah, so something, something like that. Maybe the Archon, maybe the Archon went a long time ago. I don't know, something, something like that. I'd have to think really hard. I'm not sure, but lots of great ones, and I think I agree with a lot of these guys with theirs. But, uh, but that's gonna be it, guys. This week, you know, the expansion is in how many days? Is it the uh, ninth? Right? It's uh, April ninth, mm -hmm. so six days. Next Tuesday, make sure you buy all your, um, you know, your pre-expansion uh, deals, or get the pre-expansion deal where you can get all, you know the skins. And there's an eighty dollar one. There's a fifty dollar one. I'd uh, recommend the eighty dollar one just because it's the best deal. <laughs> so uh, be sure to get that before you know time expires and you can't get it anymore. And uh, there's a uh, theory crafting session thing that Blizzard's doing with I think eight streamers. Are you, are you, Firebat, you're not in that, are you? Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're in that, right? I am not on the theory crafting. Okay. There's actually no. I believe there's actually gonna be more that just not announced yet because that's oh, really? uh, Team America. Um, I believe there's going to oh, be Europe one and... as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to let you know. Because so. they've not announced the Europe one for some reason. Don't we know why? Mm, okay. Well, tune into that. You know, um, it's so funny because I tweeted yesterday whether these theory craft, just kind of seeing if everybody, you know, what everybody felt. Because I, I personally feel one way. But, uh, you know, just to see if people like these theory crafting type of streams, you know, pre-expansion. And, um, you know, because for me, I feel like it takes away from the actual launch day. You know, like the hype level is like i don't think we peak very high but instead we have this like period of two three four weeks of just like lots of discussion and and, and you know some some uh you know a lot of interest but just not crazy crazy high like like we used to long long time ago whenever expansions come out but it sounds like everybody likes that it seems like everybody likes to know what to play on day one um right. and i don't know i'm the opposite like I'm, I'm, two hours before the release yeah. window you know, like, okay, we'll sit down, yeah. watch, the, watch these guys play for a little bit, and then boom, it goes live a couple of hours later when you play. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I 
I mean, I'll be watching it mainly because I just should for my job. More than, more than oh, no, no. I mean, I, I think I'll watch. I mean, I, I'm not really saying that oh, I'm not going to watch the stream tomorrow. I'm worried like that they're going to define what the meta looks like in right. minute one of the ladder. Well, <laughs> that's th what, that's what I mean. And, and then once the expansion comes out, then, you know, we've already eaten into that that honeymoon period. It's like the honeymoon period is almost gone, you know, after one day, you know, because we've been thinking about it for weeks now. So, um, you know, that that's the... That's the thing I worry about with that. They're they're going to actually get a chance to play with the the expansion. You know, they'll be they'll be playing full out with the expansion and stuff like that. So, it won't be just like talking about it and, and putting decks together. It'll, it'll actually be you know, testing stuff out, which will be, you know, so it's definitely another level of, of net. You know, just just uh, this pre expansion type of thing. But yeah, I wonder if that's why no one that's qualified to Worlds is there. Because some fair advantage, they get more time Probably. with the cards to play before worlds. It's not that much. Oh, actually, actually, six days is a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, but okay. Well, anyways, let's wrap up. Uh, Raven. Yeah, Raven and Firebot. Thanks for being on the show. It was great, amazing as always. Getting a chance to review these cards, y'all's insight is always amazing. And uh, you know, I know a lot of the viewers and listeners appreciate it. So, yeah, thanks for being or coming on. Any shout outs you want to do before we take off? Raven, uh, or or uh, we'll go in order. First. We'll go Raven first, first, and we'll go Fireband then. Oh, go me first. Yeah. Uh, no, just just the usual. Follow me and all that. But I'm not gonna be streaming for a few days. Um, basically taking a few days off before the, the shenanigans begin. I'm gonna plan on trying to organize a squad stream. I don't know if you guys know about that. Yeah. But you basically can watch four streams at the same time and share a chat. Uh, so I'm trying to sort out some kind of squad stream for the Hearthstone launch. So yeah, nice. by all means, swing by. I think it'll be a lot of fun with the people I'm trying to get on. Um, but yeah, is there a limit to squads? Like, how, how many people? I can think you it's four. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's because this you yeah. have to see like two and two on the on the Twitch viewer. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Should be oh, good. Okay, awesome. Cool. Look forward to that. Firebat, how about you? All right, thanks for having me on the show. It's always yeah. fun to talk about things and stuff, and uh, just generally really excited about the new cards. Planning on playing. A whole lot of Hearthstone. Yep, definitely looking forward to watching some of it too, of course. And you can check out obviously him his stream and both both of their streams. At, it's just Ray. What was it? Again? Raven HS. Ra Raven HS, and then just Firebat, right? Twitch. Not too yep, much. I'm just Firebat Fire on everything. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Word of advice. Nice. Don't pick a animal as a name. You will never get the ID on any website that ever exists ever. Wow. Uh, just add fire to it and you'd probably be fine because that's what I did. Fire bat. You know, yeah, I got the name everywhere. It should have been Fire, fire Raven. Raven. Fire Raven. I, I, I think that's pretty unique. When, when I go full Firebat groupie one day, <laughs> I will become It'll Fire be like Raven. A team and like I will a be his plan. number one mod. There you go. When I'm old and retired, so like next year or some other. It's hilarious. Um, okay, well, I uh, you know, just want to thank you guys for doing that and everybody for watching. Um, you can follow the show at ValueTownGG. You can follow myself at ChamMV. And uh, find the show on YouTube, youtube.com slash ChamMV, and uh, all the audio channels. So iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud.com slash ChamMV. But that's going to be it, guys, for this week. So uh, for Raven, Firebat, myself, ChamMV, enjoy the expansion. Bye.